Welcome back to the Backcountry PA Podcast. I'm Cody, and this is episode 120. On this one, we had Ed from Our Grounds Coffee Company in studio. I uh, really appreciate Ed driving. He said it was an hour and a half drive. Love having in-person guests here in studio. It just adds that camp mentality, camp feel, and that's what we love. Um, we just got back from Illinois, which was amazing. Um, we're going to be releasing episodes for that um, recapping every day, pretty much, um, one week at a time. So you guys got to keep up, see what we got, see what we didn't get, see what happened out there, what we learned, what we didn't learn, all that kind of stuff. But on this episode, um, we talked to Ed about balancing family and hunting life, which is big because I have a daughter coming soon. Uh, she's going to be due in February. Actually, she's due on Valentine's Day, which is pretty awesome that would help me out with uh remembering when valentine's day is if she's born on valentine's day valentine's day isn't hard to remember but you know being a guy it's not on her mind all the time so that'll help me a lot if she is born on valentine's day but me and my wife think she's going to be born on the super bowl super bowl sunday baby which would also be pretty cool uh but i don't usually have a problem remembering when the super bowl is but i digress so we talk also about our grounds coffee um, we just, honestly, we just sit around and we bullshit. Like it's a really fun episode. Um, it's exactly what happens at deer camp or whatever camp you go to sit on the fire, drink some beer. Uh, we drank his coffee actually while we were, uh, doing the episode and we had some liquor in it, which was <laughs> pretty cool. Um, it was pecan, pecan, however the hell you want to say it. Um, but it's good coffee. I would recommend going to the website, Our Grounds Coffee Company. Follow them on Instagram. Check them out. Um, really good coffee. Um, we have a the debate topic is our crossbow hunters, archery hunters. Um, it's a really it's it's an interesting topic. It, it's it gets it gets me pretty fired up. Not gonna lie. Um, so you can go watch it on YouTube, or you can watch, or you can just listen to it here. Um, and then we also do the beer tasting. We haven't done a beer tasting in a while. But that's because we haven't had in-person guests in a while, and we usually do episodes on Tuesdays. Um, I don't really, we don't really drink on Tuesdays, so if it's on Saturdays, then we're going to drink. Had a blast chatting with uh, chatting with Ed. Really highly recommend his coffee. Really good dude. Um, he loves to hunt late season, so we also touch on that too. It was a great episode, and I hope you guys enjoy it. But partners, remember check out Heated Hunts. Use code BCPA five, save you five percent off your order. Go to uh, Forget Genetics, use code BACKCOUNTRYPA, B-A-C-K-C-T-R-Y-P-A. That gets you 20% off your entire order. Um, deer age, go get your deer aged or any animal you harvest has teeth. Uh, use code BACKCOUNTRYPA, all capitals. That'll save you 10% off your first order. Um, other than that, guys, really appreciate you guys listening to the episodes and the support you guys give. It helps us keep growing. We love hearing from you guys, so keep sending us stuff. Also, if you could, give us a rating or a review on Apple or Spotify. Um, Other than that, guys, keep hunting, keep fishing, keep fishing, and always enjoy the freaking process. There was a group of friends from Pennsylvania that loved nature. They wanted to become better woodsmen. I was laying on the couch with my wife, zooming in and out of all necks. Anglers. If you have a nice-sized trout, they can they can give a fight, at least according to the book. And outdoorsmen. Basically the grocery store. Fresh groceries. Stories turn into legends, and legends turn into traditions. 
very German. This is the Backcountry PA Podcast. We're live. I'm Cody. I'm Patrick. Someone start there. Okay. <laughs> I'm Andrew. I'm Ethan. And our I'm guest? I'm Ed. Welcome. We're there in Aspen. <laughs> Go ahead. Introduce yourself. How you got into hunting? Uh, Who are you with? All that kind of good shit. Yeah. So I started Aragrounds Coffee Company, uh, I guess, what was it, like eight months ago at this point. Um, I've been deer hunting and fishing my whole life for the most part. we got a property in Bradford County, PA. Okay. We kind of cut our teeth on it. was our grandfather's property. I don't get up there much anymore, just family shit. You know, yeah. We all hate yeah. each other now, so <laughs> in the nicest way possible. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man, just uh, roasting coffee and trying to shoot deer. You yeah. know, chase squirrels around with the kids. And But, uh, yeah. How, well, how'd you, so when you first got into hunting, what was your, I guess, intro into it? Um, I guess the first time I ever went, I was probably like 14. Okay. I, I didn't hunt super hard growing up. Like, I was a big baseball guy. I yeah. was trying to, you know, make a career out of playing baseball. Um, and then, I guess, once I kind of got to college, I was just like, this is awesome. Like, I don't yeah. know why I'm not doing this more. Like, I got a cousin. He's kind of like my best friend. He's like my hunting buddy. You know what I mean? We hunt all the time together. Mm-hmm. And uh, he played pro ball. So, like, we would just work out all day. And then it was like, all right, well, we need something else to do. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, let's yeah. go shoot bows. Let's go do whatever. Um, and like he played pro ball, I played college ball and, uh, it just was like a cool dynamic and we kind of got into it. And then like once baseball was over for me, like once I got like the, no, you're not good enough to play anymore kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know, once you get past that, it was just like, well, I need to focus this somewhere else. Yeah. And, uh, it like was bow hunting like, <laughs> yeah. for all full fledged bow hunting. Um, from like, I got a job at Cabela's, so I like got a sweet discount. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I like worked in the bow shop back there. So I'd like. Just work on bows all day, and then I, you know, try deer hunt or fish yeah. or whatever. I got into fly fishing real big. I still am into fly fishing, but uh, yeah, I mean, just kind of cut my teeth at it up there, and then started exploring like public land and and all that route. What was your? I guess was there a hunt or a harvest that really like got you kind of hooked even more in like was it like your first was it yeah, first deer I, like all that kind of stuff yeah like, for sure i killed a doe <laughs> i killed a doe that was no bigger than my lab <laughs> uh, up at our house in uh, yeah. bradford county and uh that was like the second shot i took a deer. the first shot i took the deer um i was using like my dad's old bear whitetail legend mm-hmm. yep. it was like you know one of those old school bows with the real tiny cams on it and it was like the draw length was all out of whack <laughs> and i was pulling way more than i should have been pulling yeah and uh, i had this deer coming out in front of me. it was i don't even know if it was a legal deer and i'm like real <laughs> glad i missed it by like a football field but like it came out and i was just like okay this is hot it's, i'm doing this we're doing yeah. this and i draw back and i shoot like two foot over this thing's back <laughs> like, like it wasn't even close and then it like ran out and I'm, like, trying to count points. And I'm, like, all right, get another one. Get another one. I'm, like, bumbling around the blind. And it's, like, fuck it. I'm out of here. Like, but um, but then, like, the next year, I killed my first doe. Mm-hmm. I, uh, like I said, it was, like, 75 pounds. I could, like, put it in my back pocket to carry it out. And uh, ever since then, I was just, like, oh, this is it. Yeah. Like, this is the thing that I'm going to do forever. Right. You know? And uh, 
it just keeps escalating from yeah. there. You yeah. know? So you're not would like to get a big buck, but you're not just someone who's out there after like the big rack. You're just you want the experience. Oh, yeah. You want the, yeah. Like, the I mean, I want to shoot a hammer stuff. in the worst. Yo, absolutely. Like, I think you know, everyone does. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I want to shoot a giant whitetail. Yeah. But, uh, and I've got like decent. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a real good 120 killer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's a damn good buck. That's a real good buck. Right? One twenty's probably stressed too. Like I said, that, as soon as I said, it, I was like, I'm fucking lying. To I mean, these people I, I just met. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? I don't even know how to like. I want to say like I'm good at judging the like, size of racks, but I'm not. I'm terrible no, at it. Like I'm like, oh yeah, that's a hundred. That's a yeah, hundred inch rack. It's easy. probably like eighty. Yeah, right. Was well, so it just you? You were saying earlier, um, like when Andrew brought you yeah. in, you were like, oh. I was unsure of this of the size. <laughs> like I, th- I thought it was going to be this yeah. size, and then you brought it up, and it was like it was totally yeah. Like, in the picture, it looks so much bigger. Picture and then and well, then picture deceiving. Pictures I mean, are deceiving. <laughs> we're Camera all guys. <laughs> we're, we're all guys here. <laughs> <They're> very deceiving. <laughs> Thank you, technology. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. take the mic. But but <laughs> but fine. but anyway, like yeah, it's. it's I don't think the size of the rack really matters all that much. Like I'm starting to feel that now, like after this season, like we put so much pressure on ourselves to like go out there and get like a big buck or get one that like for that 15 seconds of fame, 15 minutes of fame, whatever on Instagram, on these podcasts, you know, like why? Like it's, it's not what we should be hunting for. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like you post a picture of this giant, say you shoot a, I don't mm-hmm. know, a 160 here in PA. Like, you blow yeah. everybody's mind here in Pennsylvania, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, just cross the border from Ohio and you shot it. Like, yep. you're, you're posting these things for validation from people mm-hmm. that, like, you don't know at all. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like, and, I mean, it feels good to get, like, that dopamine hit. Yeah. You know, like, I've made posts and, like, they get, like, 18,000 views. Yeah. And they get, like, 300 likes. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm famous. Right. <laughs> well, like, yes. 100%. You know what I changed my you're middle just name to Rogan. Up, you're like, like, you're like yeah. all the notifications are Yeah. Rolling. You're, like, you're like, okay, I have to shut my watch off. This is driving me nuts. Yep. Because I'm so famous, I have to just do these <laughs> things in my life. Like, no, it's, it's, so, it's so stupid. Do you want me to yeah. curse on here? Let me go. I don't care. Okay. You don't it's, just, it's just fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, it pisses me off because I put a lot of, like, effort into it. Yeah. You know, because, like, I see, like, like, for a while this season, I thought I was the only guy not killing deer. Like... Dude. Yep. Yeah, and all of us have sat here like you're sitting on the you know, you're sitting on your ass on a mm-hmm. Saturday and your buddies are out, they shoot a deer and you're like, well, fuck that guy. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? yep. Like, yep. Exactly. I'm I'm sitting here not doing that or you're at work yeah. and you're like, Oh, this fucking job is really screwing my life up. Yep. Like <laughs> Yep. When hunting is apparently your whole life and like that's what you have to focus but really it's not it's something that comes around three months out of the year and we just have to enjoy it and stop putting so much pressure on ourselves to like go out there and shoot these hammers. Like yeah, it's great. Like, and that's, I love hate trail cameras. Put it that way. <laughs> yeah, like, like it's. I had a seven point, a, a basket seven come by, could have easily shot him at like eight yards, right underneath me, out of my saddle. Would have been my first bow kill. Would have been my first saddle kill. Like it that was, was this like, year? yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I didn't take the shot. I was like, I know there's bigger buck around. You got Instagram. <laughs> I got Instagram. <laughs> you I need got to grammed. Post. I got grammed. Yeah, yeah. It was de- that was de- <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck was, you, Instagram. I was, I'm not gonna lie. I was gonna ask you about that too. Now that yeah. today, today was the last day of rifle, yep. and I mean, you did get a doe. I did. So I did. you got you got not... some meat, but like 
I know you wanted one of those big buck, and I'm like, oh, he yeah. did pass up on a seven early in the year, yeah. and I was like, does he regret that at all? Or should I bring this up? Should I bring this up? Should I ask <laughs> him about this? Something I should bring up. Ethan, to answer your question, yes, I regret it. There you go. Okay, I, I just do. want to make sure. But also, the fact is that we are going out to Illinois. Yes. In three, four days. Uh, which today, Saturday. Saturday. So one, two, three. Three days. We'll be yeah, yeah. on three. the road again. Well, it was a, when I was a kid, we'd always say like three sleeps. Three, three sleeps. sleeps. Three sleeps till Santa comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three <laughs> sleeps till Christmas. One, I think it's like yeah, fifteen three. for Christmas. Yeah, fifteen sleeps. Yeah, fifteen days. Yeah. What it? Yeah. What's today? Twentieth. Think so? No, no. today's the tenth. No. The tenth. Oh, yeah. The tenth. Yeah. Tenth. So fifteen. Yes, it does add up. The math. Twentieth. Yeah. 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 But I'm excited for that. Dude, I'm, yeah. I'm oh so yeah. like in regards to that. Yes. I I don't regret it as much because going out to Illinois. Oh, dude, for sure. Having like. Oh yeah. And plus, I have late season still, and I think I have high hopes for late season because I have trail cam pictures. Once again, trail cam pictures. Yep. From last year, at the end of the year, that these bucks come around this one scrape at the end of the year. Dude, don't count late season off. Like a lot of people count it off, but I think it's because they're afraid to sit in the cold. Mm-hmm. I really. You're do. big in the late season, aren't I you? Fucking love late yeah. season. Yeah. I like, want to. I want to touch on that. I have I zero. That. Like I was telling these guys, I don't know if you're in here. I think you're getting coffee, but I'm the worst rut hunter on the planet. <laughs> Like, during the rut, I have to, like, shut my Instagram off because I start to get mad at myself. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, why do I suck so bad at this? This guy started hunting a week ago, yeah. and he shot he shot a deer. Like, it's, it's not a 200-inch deer, but he shot a deer. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here still looking at all my tags. I haven't killed a doe yet. And I'm just like, I'm having, like, a midlife crisis halfway through the <laughs> fucking deer season. <laughs> I will say, um, like, because this was my first year, like, out hunting. Like, when I was a kid, I think maybe I went out once or twice with my dad deer hunting it it didn't get anything but this is my first year like out by myself as an adult archer first year archery hunting and like i hated the rut like i my thing for that i said you know what next year i'm gonna get out earlier in the season Mm -hmm. because it was like the rut right part of it's the part of the beauty of the rut is how chaotic it is yeah. and on like you don't know what's going to happen you don't know what the deer are going to do and that's mm-hmm. like kind of the case all the time but like early season they're not really deviating all that much from what they're doing the rest of the year so like you could go you know like you can have your your trail cams up you can have your food plots out you can get everything all in line and mm-hmm. then in the beginning of the season like you're going to see that and i'm expecting i don't know because i haven't hunted late season but I'm expecting late season, it's going to be not quite the same as early season, but they're going to be a lot more calm, like laid yeah. back, right? Because you get, it's kind of like, not to get graphic, but like, what about after you've just had sex, right? Like, I mean, like, you got you calm down significantly, right? You're like, I feel good. I feel real good. I got some. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's Fridge like, time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, that's, I imagine, like, that's kind of what the deer yep. are like. They're just like, ah, you know, like, we're just here for the ride. We're just all here for the ride. <laughs> yep. The yeah. Ride. yeah. No, I completely agree with that. And, Ed, I mean, you're big in the late season hunting. Like, do you, do you agree with that statement? That Man, I don't know. I think, like, the late season, I think, can be real good because it's so goddamn cold. Okay. And, like, I think they got to move. Yeah. Like, they have to be on their feet. I killed a buck on the la- January 30th or whatever the last day of the unit. I think it's 16th or wait. Well, it depends on the unit, though. Yeah. This unit I hunt in uh, Landenburg at my buddy's property. Okay. 
you can hunt all the way through January. Oh. Because all my other properties that closed or all like yeah. the other pieces of public that I was hunting closed. Okay. This one runs late. And so shot they have a late season doe shotgun. And then you can shoot a buck with your uh with your bow. Okay. There's a couple areas I think that do last. Like I think most of the series the seasons till like the sixteenth or the eighteenth yeah. or something like yeah. that. Okay. And then I do think that there are a couple that go at least until like the twenty eighth yeah January. okay and um my last i killed a buck uh last day of the season last year and it was snowing its ass off yeah and uh i, I just think they have to get up and move around yeah and i don't know like i'm not you know the drearies or the campaigns <laughs> like i i just i see more deer in the late season yeah and i don't know if it's just i get out more in the late season because, like, work's kind of calmed down a little bit, mm-hmm. and, like, I really like gear. So, like, late season's just an excuse for me to put on $4,000 worth of camouflage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I spend all my money on it. I'm like, cool. I can wear all my stuff. I can finally wear it I all. I can literally put all this shit on, and I'll still be fucking cold. Like, the- <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If, someone, if someone comes and, like, tries to take your wallet, really all you got to do is just take off your clothes and be like, hey. I just- Put it just, super deep. Layers. This, this is more than what I have in my wallet. This is more than what I have in my wallet. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. Here, you better luck taking this stuff. Yeah. Leave my truck. Like, you're better off taking all this yeah. shit. Like, So a question that I have a bit. Do you think it's easier to find deer food sources in the wintertime as well? Like like during the regular season and like in the rut and stuff, like food sources are abundant, right? Like, yeah. use, like they can go anywhere. But like I feel like in the wintertime it would be easy for you to say – Oh, there's food. I'm gonna sit right here. Yeah. So, I think food. I think food's everything in the late season. Mm-hmm. Um, that's nothing new. Like that's yeah. Yeah. I didn't learn that on myself. I'm not smart enough to have learned that myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but I think food's everything. Yeah. And like it's so. It, there's just no food anywhere. So, these deer, they can't. Oh, deer, they don't do anything without a reason. Like nope. we do a lot of shit without a reason. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But like, they always do. They do everything for a reason. Yeah. You, you know, they they travel for food for a reason. They're running. They run. They walk past your tree stand for a reason. Mm-hmm. Whether they're heading to their bed or they're heading to food. Yep. Uh, I'm big on just hitting travel corridors. Okay. Late season. When, know where they bed. And like, I have friends that hunt beds. Yeah. And like, they're like the biggest killers I know. But I'm just I, like, yeah. not that guy. Like, I have a buddy, Greg Litzinger, the bow hunting fiend on yeah. Instagram. Yep. And uh. He just he hunts buck beds and he just kills his deer, and I'm just not good enough. I, I just I, I find buck beds. I do. <laughs> the thing is, like, I I feel like I can differentiate the difference between a buck and a doe bed. Yeah, but I'm still not 100 percent sure on. Yeah, it. sure. You know, like I found two in the spot that I was hunting today, and they were. I found them over the summer, but the only way you can get there is like climbing up a, a straight up face of a mountain. Yeah. And from where I can see them, I I can't get a shot at all. Yeah. And it's like, how am I gonna? Well, it's probably hunt that probably a decent buck bed. Though. Yeah, like it's a very good they don't buck get bed. like that like bedding in your neighbor's yeah. yard. Uh, I <laughs> you think, know what I mean? I think that's that buck right there. The one on the screen. That's, that's a hammer. You know, that <laughs> deer. That's, that's the like, buck that's. Golly. Guarantee you, that's the buck that's bedding right probably. there. Probably. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, Dude, I'm not gonna lie, Cody. I was like getting pissed off for you because you would always post stuff on the 
Instagram story of like all this fresh sign that you're seeing. Like every time you went out, mm-hmm. rub, scrapes, all this stuff. And I was like getting pissed off like for you. Like, <laughs> where the hell is your buck? <laughs> like, why didn't you dude, shoot one yet? Dude, you think you're getting pissed off. It was right. <laughs> I can imagine how you feel. I was like, dude, it's right. I like all that. All that sign was so fresh and it was yeah. right there. Like you were there, but like the buck was not there. It's like just, you just, had to have just missed them by like two minutes. Hunting is a big <laughs> luck thing too. Like, you could yeah. put all this work in. You could find the food. You could sit up on the travel corridors. You could find the buck beds. You could do all this stuff. Like, But if that buck decides to go left instead of right, done. That's You're done. You're like, never even going to know. No. Like, you don't even know if you're close. Right. <laughs> you you know? could sit there all day and be like, oh, he's going to come any second. But really, he went the complete opposite way and was shot by some other guy. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I hate, I hate, that's part of why I hate trail cameras so much. Like, I'm looking at this giant hammer of a deer on your TV. <laughs> yeah. Here, and your first thought is, oh, dude, if I was in my stand today, I'd have killed that big bastard. Yep. 11 You probably nine. wouldn't have. You probably 11, wouldn't have. Nope. He probably would have smelled you. Yep. You'd, he's seen you. You know, yeah. on your phone, looking at mm-hmm. TikTok. Right? Or sleeping. Asleep. You know what I mean? Or sleep, <laughs> right? Like, known for that. Like, grab yeah. a good nap. But, like, that's that's what kills me about trail cameras. Yeah. You know? 100%. It's time on stand, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I got three kids and a wife and a full-time yeah. job in a coffee business. Yeah. I'm not hunting 60 days a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, you, like, if you hunt 20 days, I feel like, oh I forget God. who we talked to. I think it was just Heated Hunts guys. It was, yeah, last episode. They said, if, if you can hunt, I feel like if... You can hunt 20 days out of the season. You're a dedicated hunter. Yeah, you hunt way more than the average guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. And I'm like with all this stuff and kids, you know, I'm I'm slowly just turning back into like an average guy, mm-hmm. like hunting-wise, like number of days-wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you try to be smarter about the days you pick, but like, yep. you know, you got kids, kids' yeah. birthdays and work things. Like, I got to feed all these kids. And yeah. Clearly not doing it with deer. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's, dude, so much of it is just time. I got a buddy, one of my really good friends that I hunt his property a lot. He doesn't have kids. He's in his 40s. And he probably hunts 65, 70 days a year. Yeah. And it drives me nuts. Because all he does is send me pictures of dead deer. <laughs> like, And we have this, like, buck tour that we're having, like a group of guys from work. And, uh, like, <laughs> he's the only guy that's on the board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, he's just like, oh, another one, another one. Are you guys even trying? Like, it's just like, no, man, I'm at work. Or like, <laughs> no, man, I'm rocking my kid. Like, yeah. I need you to stop sending me these pictures. <laughs> yes. I don't even think I hit 20 sits this year. And I don't even have, like, I don't even have kids or like, no, I didn't, I don't even think I hit 20 sits yeah. this year either. I look at guys like you guys and I'm like, dude, if you're not hunting 80 days a year, what are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, but like, I mean, I was that guy once, like, and I wasn't hunting 100 days a year I, either. I wish I could have kept count of how many days I actually hunted. But I feel like during arch season, early season, I was out there almost as much as I could be, like at least yeah. three days a week. Yeah, oh, I was out. Yeah, for me, that's a, that's a shit. Yeah, thing. yeah. If I get out and hunt three days in a week, like yeah. my, my wife's pissed. Like, hopefully, yeah. like, I'm leaving her home with three kids. Yeah, and you know, it's like a great week for me. But yeah, it just it doesn't happen. Yeah, you know, because like, I mean, to, like, like I was when I was um, being my first year this year. Mm-hmm. I think I sat seven eight times yeah like th- at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. um and that was just that's just archery and i think that that makes a difference too yeah like because i i'm not against rifle but i was just like you know like for me the experience of archery is more enjoyable for me um because it's all about like when i do get that first year it'll be yeah like, wow like like, I got, like, I fought, I clawed for this. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, 
my goal this year was I don't want it to become a chore, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't want it to become like something that's like, man, like oh, I got to go out hunting again. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. but I am excited because, well, I'll be out every day. We're in Illinois. Yep. And then late season two, if I get out, you know, dark to three dark. or four times in the in January, yep. like that'll be a season that I've had, you know, like thirteen to fifteen days like out in the woods, like mm-hmm. for first season. Like Yeah. Yeah, you definitely don't want to like burn yourself out too. Like I yeah. feel like if you like I I, I, I tell myself that every year. Like I feel like I get burned out every year, like going out. It's like I just have to pick my days better of hunting. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. during rifle season, like the first like two weekends, it was like downpouring rain, and I yeah, went out anyway. It's like you were a little, a little crazy out? on that one, like because even my dad, because we came back. Well, this was this Sunday when I shot my doe. I got back, came back, and Dad's like, "Yeah, Cody's not back yet. Whatever this and that." And I was like, "Well, he's kind of crazy, so he he might just stay out." Yeah. In the rain and not care, and sure enough, you you stayed out. I said, Dad, don't expect. I said, if he's not back by you know a certain time, I said he's not going to be back till dark. Yeah, and that's just you know yeah. that's just how Cody is. He's like, oh, okay, as long as he gets back here at some point, because at <laughs> that point I was going home because I had to work that night. So Dad was like, all right, I'll wait. I'll wait for him. <laughs> I said it's fine. So you guys are you guys all like pretty fairly new hunters? No, no, no. All right, so you guys, yeah, like, you just started. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just, yep. And yeah, and I've been hunting since I was twelve. You just started bow hunting then. Bow hunting, yeah, compound bow okay. hunting. I I got into it three years ago with a crossbow. Uh-huh. Did that for like a year, year and a half, mm-hmm. and then I got that buck up on the wall right there, the middle one. That guy there. Yep. And then I was like, you know what? You shot that with your crossbow. Yep, with nice. the crossbow. And then I was like, you know what? I want to try compound because i can physically still do it yeah so i was like why not yeah for sure like well and i have um like i'm not 100 percent new i was just like when i was growing up like right, my right. dad just took would like take me out and me. then yeah. i and then i was like ah, i don't know if this is for me and then mm-hmm. i met these guys and i was like you know what like well let me let me give it another shot yeah mm-hmm. and that made it so much more enjoyable like saying like i because they would ask me, they'd be like, oh, are you going to go out hunting? Mm-hmm. But it was never, like, a pressure thing. And it was just, like, the, at one point I was like, yo, when was it? Like, this yeah. year I was like, you know what? I think I'm yeah. going to give it a try this year. It was before like, the season started. It was, like, June or July, like, July-ish or, or maybe August. I want to say July or August, yeah, because then we went up to Base Camp Outfitters. Yeah. Got you, like... We went in there, got getting a bow, getting set up, everything like that. He had a dry fire in the, in the, yeah, the thank range. You, thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he, had, he had a dry fire. interviewing me over here. Just <laughs> take a look at the video. It all makes sense. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He, he dry fire in there. It was it was funny. I wish I would have. I wish I would have been. It wasn't a dry fire. It was a miss. I like. I was holding back. Yeah. And just like. I think I can't remember what happened, but like my my hand was getting kind of shaky. Yeah, because I was like, because I it been ages before, I, like since I had cocaine. Done that. Oh, and then, <laughs> different different pocket. And then my <laughs> arm, my arm, and like when I was trying to let it back, like my arm went forward too fast. Yeah. And well, was he like, was like having you like he was trying to put a I think your kisser button or your peep yeah he was on trying to put stuff time, on like the string like while I had it pulled it back, so I was like holding. It oh, there, that's that guy's then, fault. That yeah. ain't your fault. Like, and then it was just oh. like. 
We, we blame Patrick for it. I mean, I almost blew their light out. So, you did. I mean, you they did. were really cool about it, though, they too. Were. They were like, hey, man, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, it happens. They were like, no, they were like, are you good? Because I, like, I punched because it didn't even release. Like, I had my hand on the release still, yeah, and I, like, basically, like, clocked myself, like, across the page. I thought at that moment in time he was going to be like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Where's your crossbows? I'm going to get one of those instead. And honestly, I thought about that. I was like, I wonder if we should have started Patrick out like with a crossbow to start, but then I don't think he would have like enjoyed it as much. I don't want to say it would have been too easy. Yeah. But like a part of it for me was like is like all of the elements. Yeah. Right. And part of that is what I. Part of that is well, because I want you to be able to talk, but I also I have so much right. to say. Andrew. Just uh, let it out, man. Let it out. Nah, so I think it's, it's that the coffee. It, it is the coffee. Maybe it's what you put in the coffee. Um, but I think was it's like all of those things together, which is like a blessing and a curse, right? Because there are day there were days where I was like, like I know if I would have had a rifle, like boom. Oh yeah, dead. Like if yeah. I would have had any anything other than my bow, even a crossbow, yeah, like would have racked it, would have taken a shot. Like no, problem. you probably would have had that um that nice what six point in the field, <sighs> dude. There was a when I was coming out, it was towards the end. It was like the second to last day that I was out. It was man, he was a college huge. Crack. That was a college crack for sure. Um, it was a huge. Like six pointer, like thick based, tall, tall rack. Kind of well, six thick point. like Andrews. I don't know where um, his rack is. Oh, right there. Not so like. Or like this. Yes, one over here. like that. But like the verticality of. Verticality. Like like big the way word, that it. So like smart. this, this, <laughs> this, this was up here, right? So like the the this time that like usually comes down was like up higher oh. it was like arched like it was like arched up like this wow. like it was it was just it's the big heavy box yeah it yeah. was and he was his body was dude the biggest right body i've ever seen oh yeah he was like yo these are all my bitches over here yeah. <laughs> you fucking coming up on me and that's i was there i was like please please try me and he's like walking towards me like standing up and i'm just like oh please but i couldn't take that shot because it was like 40 just yeah. pushing 40 i was sighted into like 30 yeah. at that point and even then i, I could have let it fly but he was coming straight at me and i was like if i take the shot like, perfect in that little circle right i would have ended up taking a headshot like i did with that snakehead on yep. the delaware <laughs> yeah. and that would have just like i don't even know especially because i was because right now i'm only pulling like 50 pounds Tink. so yeah, it would have like, just like plinked right yeah. off of his forehead and he would have been like <laughs> but that's cool that you noticed that too. Like, like I said, the first deer I shot, I didn't even think it was a legal deer. Yeah. Like I was just like, my cousin is gonna think I'm so fucking cool when I come back to camp <laughs> with this spike. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's cool you notice like, oh, this is a bad idea. I shouldn't take this. I don't know if it's just because you're older when you're doing it or like, like no, that's not true. Because I have guys like buddies I'm friends with are like, yeah, I took a shot at deer uh, 55 yards. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? You just start shooting a bow. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not Cam Haynes. Like, what are you right. doing? But it's cool that you picked, you like noticed that you were like, oh my God, I want to kill this deer so mm -hmm. bad. But you, you you chose not to. You chose not to just hurt it. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I mean, that happens a lot too. Oh, it yeah. doesn't matter who you are, you're going to do it. That was my, I did take a shot at a doe. Um, like, it was probably 
my third time out like in the woods yeah uh like two weeks into the season and uh it was just like that my i was panicking like i was mad at myself i was kicking myself because i was like i missed because i was like i I missed it but i wasn't confident Mm -hmm. like i was looking for blood i was like i feel like i hit it but like I didn't, because it was kind of like in the, I could see it clearly, yeah. but it was in the bushes, you know, I heard like the yeah. arrow planking mm-hmm. around and I was like, and I spent like an hour, I was like, I just want to make sure like there's absolutely no sign. Cause like in my mind, the worst thing that I could think of would be like going back out into the woods like a week later, especially cause it's private land that like only I was going on. Yeah. And it was like the worst thing I could think of is like going on and seeing like a rotting deer yeah. with like an arrow in it. Like, you know, in with, it, your, it, with your arrow, with yeah, my arrow, yeah. it's just like, cause I couldn't find the arrow either. And it was like, it was soft. So it probably went in yeah. kind of like when we were target shooting, yeah. you know, like it just goes right in the ground. And it was like, man, like that, that to me is all of those elements together, mm-hmm. like that's why I love the the bow hunting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this is because I know, like, hey, it could be, it could be, I might not get anything this year. The next year, like, when it happens, it will be like I, I worked for this, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. and and even. Illinois, like I'm excited for that. I'm confident I'm gonna get a shot at something. Yeah, I think I think we'll all get a shot at something. Is it something. gun hunt? Or is it bow? No, hunt? bow. bow. Yeah, Late nice. season bow. Yeah. Nice. Yep. That'll be a lot of fun. Like, like I hear what you're saying with like the the bow and all. Like, and if you're good with like eating tag soup for like a couple years, yeah, like that's great. But like I got a lot of friends that are just getting into it, and it's just like, do you go out there and shoot stuff? Yeah. Like get some experience in your belt because mm-hmm. what would really suck if you had one of those hammers show up. And this is the first time you're pulling your bow back. Yeah. Right. You know, and you're just like, oh, my God. Like, you lose your mind. And I can guarantee, I don't, shouldn't say I guarantee, but there's a real good shot you're not going to be able to get your shit together. If you've never, like, killed an animal before, killed a killed a big, you know, mammal before, mm-hmm. and you're trying to shoot it like a Pope and Young or like a Boone and Crockett's yeah. deer, you're like, you're like, that's a bad situation. Yeah. You should have does under your belt. Yeah. I have buddies that'll say, and it drives me nuts. They're like, oh, like, I would shoot, I would shoot further than 30 if it was a big buck. Like what yeah. does that got to do with it? Like yeah, what yeah. Like see if you can do it on a doe first. Yeah. Before you you know, shoot a giant deer in its ass and screw yes. this thing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like take the shot at the doe. Like if you're that confident in taking the shot, shoot. Yep. Don't dictate whether it's a big deer because I don't shoot good at big deer. Yeah. I've missed plenty of big deer. Yeah. You, you, you know got a I mean? little shakiness. <laughs> yeah. Like, you start to lose your shit. Yeah. <laughs> it, it that came up. Something similar came up on one of our recent podcasts. And I was like. Like emphasizing taking a good shot. Yeah, I was just I wanted to say something, but we just kind of moved on past yeah. it. But my dad was out shed hunting one day, and he found a shed with a broadhead in it. Yeah, I've seen that before. Like, yeah, how how the fuck do you miss that bad? Like it's yeah, well, you're so <laughs> yeah, you're right. He was aiming for that. He was aiming for that. You hit something, <laughs> but like seriously, in all in all realness, like yeah, yeah. if you hit that deer and like you hit behind in the gut, that yeah. deer's probably gonna die regardless. Yep, and it's gonna be too long before you find yeah, it. Yeah, you're just yeah. probably not so, gonna find it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So I mean, good on the hunters like like you, Pat, that realize that b- beforehand. Like that's yeah. That's, good ethics for sure and like that goes back to like the question ethan had about do i regret not taking that shot at eight yards of that buck yeah like 
I do now because like if I go out to Illinois and there is a hammer out there, I don't have the confidence under my belt to shoot anything with my bow yet. So well, I mean, and for you too, like for that situation, mm-hmm. the regret, like I think a lot of the regret comes from now. You would have had it, right? Yeah, like eight yards. You're not gonna miss that shot. Yeah, right. Like I feel like, pretty confident like, with my it's, bow. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, like hopefully, yeah. but it's like, <laughs> it does but, but it's the reason, like, because I feel like a lot of people like get like foam, like when they make that decision like that. Yeah. Like when you look back, it's like, why did I not take that shot? Mm-hmm. Right? Because it'd be different if you're like, mm, and that's sometimes I think about it with regret. Like mm-hmm. right? Like even. The shot that I took that I missed, I was like, oh, you know, like, what if I could have, what if I could have waited a little bit more, or, yeah. or what if I would have taken the shot with that that big buck, right? But then mm-hmm. you can always come back to like, why didn't I? Yeah, and it's like, and I'm not. This isn't me criticizing you, but it's like criticize me. The the difference was <laughs> like, are you not taking that shot because of the ethics, or are you not taking that shot because you're like, oh man, I. I could get something bigger. I, I de- it definitely was the whole, I could get something bigger. Yeah. Yep. It was definitely that thought. Them damn trail cameras. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. running 13 of them, it kind of like, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. I ended- it's exhausting. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's exhausting. <laughs> it was exhausting. I, was, I kept looking at all next to be like, did I get all my cameras? Yeah. And I actually, I went back into a spot and I was like, oh, I didn't pull that camera. Because it was on the tree, and I was like, oh, well, I'm glad I came back in here. Yeah. And they're not even cell cams. They're all no. just standard just trail regular, cams. Yeah. Which I'm hoping someone gets me um, some cell cams for Christmas. There you so go. So I don't have to. I can get rid of all these and then Santa. shoot myself. Do they actually work, though? Like, can, cell like, cams? What if you don't have service? Most of the places I go, like, I don't have service. Right. So, like, down here, I would I would run a bunch of them. Yeah. Right? But, like, up near, like, Ethan's cabin or, yeah. like... Where my parents get in their permanent campsite at, like I don't think I would have service up there. Right, so it wouldn't work, right? Yeah. yeah. So there, I would probably just have a standard SD card, and then when I go up there, I just pull the right. SD card. Mm-hmm. But right. That would deter me from going in there, like for months on end. I was yeah. gonna say, um, I feel like this is like a topic that we should discuss heavily because mm-hmm. of what about a place that's so hard to get into, right? Yeah. Like a at your camp yeah and putting a camera back there leaving it there for three months and then coming back and there's nothing in the sd card yeah that was that was yeah. which that was that happened. happened twice <laughs> yeah uh, twice when did it happen remember again? i told you i, I went with you and i you james and i went up there yeah nothing was on there right mm-hmm. jess and i went back up there in august or september it was labor day weekend september uh-huh. so, yeah september and there was nothing on it again. And then I go back up during the Big Mountain Challenge, and then we had all that activity and on it. And it was insane. It was insane. That insane. Like, the, like the last week of September into, like, I think the last pictures I have on there were, like, just before October. October. Yeah. Or just in. Just up to September 28th. Mm-hmm. Like, the end of September, like, the last three weeks, it was, like, popping. Just chaos. Just absolute hammers just all over the place up there. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. where do these buck come from? Like, <laughs> they just show up. Yeah. That's but, the problem with trail cameras, though. Yes. They're so deceit. Like, I'll put cameras in a place and I'm just like, oh, my God. I, this is a gem. 
Yeah. And then I don't see a deer all year there. Yeah. I'm just like, what is happening to me? Like, <laughs> I don't run. I don't run any trail cameras at all anymore. Yeah. One, I was tired of them getting stolen. Yep. And then I just suck with like tech. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I put like broken SD cards in, or like <laughs> the batteries would be dead, and I just get pissed off. And I'm just like, this is stupid. I'm just trying. Yeah. To, I'm just gonna like look for sign and try to kill deer. <laughs> like, yeah. But and I think that's what I want to do next year. Is like go yeah. in like. Almost like I, I talked to Ethan and I talked to Patrick about it, like kind of like go in like you're doing an out state hunt. Yeah. You know, like scout your way through, find that good sign, and then set up on it for like one day. Like in the evenings, like I can go out like in the evening sometime, scout around a little bit with my bow in hand in case something, I jump something or something yeah. like that. And then on a Saturday, go in there and set up over it. Like scout like it's an out state hunt. Yeah. Don't put so much pressure on like all season long scouting it with cameras and all that kind of stuff because yeah. you're getting all most of the cameras down here are all nighttime pictures over a screen. Right, anyway. that's the thing. Everything's nighttime. Yeah, that I ever get on cameras, and then I get a picture like that. Yeah, and it fucks me up for like a week. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I you know, I went from one buck that was down here, a nice ten pointer, to that guy, and I was like, I I don't know what like I don't know which one messed me up more. Yeah. I think it's this guy because he's probably that dude. <laughs> no, nope. like no, just just like, passing prime. I feel like just like when you look at his body and like he has a little kicker, has dagger right there. Yeah, he has. They look like so on. sharp. But like right here yeah, dude, too, like just like, 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 sword. Like, the, like the color there. Yeah, I feel like he's old. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not talking into the microphone. <laughs> You're not, but I no. feel like I feel like he's <laughs> old, you know? Like <laughs> put him in the closet. Yeah, I I definitely think he's an older deer. I would say probably between maybe he's a ten point five right? to seven. Or nine. No, I think he's an eight. I think he's a he might be a nine with, with a that, kicker, yeah. With that brow tine. Yeah. I always I always we include the very t- like the end. Right? The main beam? The, the main beam, yeah. 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 That's one. Yeah. I always get confused because I feel now, like someone at one point told Erie, me that doesn't count. Up in Erie County and out like in Pittsburgh, I think, it, it's different. Like, you have to have three up, so they don't necessarily, necessarily, they don't necessarily count they the main beam. They don't count the main beam. No, they three don't three up on one side. I'm they just don't saying. They don't count the brow tine out there. They don't count the brow tine. But it's supposed to be three up. So, yeah, like, the main up. beam doesn't count at all. Yeah. Wayne means one, two, three. Don't count the brow tine. Your brows can't count. Them. The brow can't. Yeah, out on the west side oh, of the state. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, so then the that main would beam be, does count. Yeah, that would be one. So that'd be a six pointer? Or, well, they, yeah, because he wouldn't be count the time. It would still be an eight, but to legally shoot it, it had to be three up. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah, three up on a side. See, yeah. that all confused. Or it does not have a brow tine. You gotta have three on the side. Right. Correct. Yeah. Right. yeah. They just don't count it out there. How Here, many things could I stab myself on? That's what I. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot on that guy. <laughs> that's, yeah. he's, I mm-hmm. think he. I think he rubs his antlers on rocks, and I think that's the bed. Rocks. They look sharp. They I'm gonna do. start looking at rocks for gear <laughs> sign. <laughs> oh, that one's got some good rubs on yeah, it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's all chalked up. <laughs> so, so Ed, we'll get back on track here now. Yeah, sorry. So, it's okay. <laughs> So you you have three kids, you have a wife, you have a full time job, and you have a coffee company. Yeah. How do you balance all of that and still make time to go out hunting? I barely hunt. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, I mean it's just you gotta like set the expectation. Like my wife kind of knows who she married. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. does a driver not like my hobbies? Yeah. Yeah, it sure yeah. It does. But and you have to just have the conversation with your wife, mm-hmm. and you're gonna be there. Like when you're not in the woods, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I find myself, especially starting since, like, starting a business, like, I'm having trouble staying present sometimes because yeah. I'm, like, thinking about, like, the next roast, like, or anything. Like, I didn't sell a bag of coffee today. Yeah. And it's been fucking me up all day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Andrew, buy a bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. This it stuff's is, really it, good. It That's really, it. Is really that was good. the dark. The dark I was one. worried you were going to be like, oh, that's just Folgers. We didn't have any that's, That was Folgers. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's better than the shit my parents... Oh, sorry. Sorry, Mom. It's better than the stuff my parents have at home. Yeah. Why would that offend her, though? Because uh, they like their coffee. No, but I like how, like, if he had sworn at any other part in the podcast, like, he would have just been like, yeah, fuck it, man. Well, like, <laughs> but, like, he was talking specifically the about the stuff like, at his, like, the mom, like, his mom's coffee. So he's like, yeah, let me keep it PG right here. Yep. Just in case we soundbite this and send it to yeah. her. <laughs> oh, I will. She's, I guarantee you she will not hear jack shit from any of our podcasts <laughs> unless unless it's in the real small part that we post on like Posting instagram or whatever yeah. put this here let me write but, this down yeah, right? yeah, yeah. this is the no but my parents put like like mushroom mix in their coffee and like what? like fresh mushrooms and yeah basically except like my my dad has recently gotten into like forging for mushrooms. And he's like really? in the Facebook groups and stuff. Not the trippy ones. That's but cool like, as shit though. Like morels yeah, and stuff. Yep, yep. Yeah. Morels, chicken of the woods, like That's uh, chanterelles, yeah. oysters. Yeah, I would love to be that guy. Like, like a lot of those. Your dad's probably great, but like a lot of those, <laughs> a lot of those but, dudes that are in those groups are like kind of like weirdos. But like I love like if you if all four of us or five of us have here, we're walking through the woods and I bent down and ate a mushroom off the ground, or one of you guys did it, I'd be like, that guy knows his shit. Because <laughs> that is risky. He's squared the fuck away, that guy right there. <laughs> shit hits it, man. Or, or, is, uh, or, or we're gonna carry his ass out. Here. <laughs> <laughs> let me just let me just say it now. If someone does that, don't trust them because <laughs> technically you're like supposed to cook any mushroom that you take out of the woods okay technically yeah i think yeah, yeah. um i've like i've got morels and eaten morels before yeah i mean like, even like what the the actual trippy ones they like dry them out but they yeah. still get like yeah. stomach bugs or mm -hmm. whatever yeah. from it yeah. yeah everything that we we take out of the woods we i personally trust it like i oh yeah, for sure it's it's super difficult to mistake the the big ones in Pennsylvania, right. like it's, you know it as soon as you see it. There are telltale char characteristics about them, like you know, like that's definitely yeah. It's you'd be just as confident as walking pick an apple up. Exactly, right. exactly. I mean, if you're younger and you're brand new to it, of course you're you're probably gonna be a little confused. But I mean, yeah, if you've been around <laughs> it for at least a year, it, you're yeah. like, oh, that's chicken in the woods or a morel, or you, you know yeah. what it is. Yeah. I think that would be super. Like a, to be that guy, I think it'd be really cool. But Absolutely. I just have no room for any more hot. It, like, it was out of season, man. Like I think the, the Cody's laughing because like when we were up with James, we was it James? There was, or was two it, different ones that we found. That we found chicken of the woods. We think it was definitely chicken okay. of the woods, but it was it was old, right? Oh, yeah. So like the like bugs and stuff were like starting to get it, and I like tried to salvage some of it. But like, try cooking it up too, and tried cooking it up, and it just like, it was just too old, and it just like was tough, and like it wasn't any good anymore. We were like, "Where's Andrew at when yeah, we need him?" Pretty much. Yeah, honestly, like, 
I'm I'm not trying to throw shade at my dad here, but the last pack of mushrooms that I kicked out of his fucking house, I, I, I snagged it out of the freezer. I took him, I took him home. I I thawed him out. I was cutting him up on the cutting board, right? And I cut through one, and I look in the cross section, and there's like a bunch of little holes and like little squirmy bodies hanging out. I'm like, ooh, it's been getting too long. That's <laughs> that's trash now. That's, yeah. that's going to the compost. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, like the what I cooked up, right? Like like the whole mushroom had like you could tell like the bugs were starting to get to it, and I like I cut it up and like made sure that there was none of that shit in there, mm-hmm. but like. What was left was just so old and I tough, mean, and like I should have known. I, like knowing now, like if I would ever see that again, I'd be like, "Nah, the whole thing's." Gone. The other one we should have picked up because the smaller one. Oh, dude, the smaller one I think was, was in good perfect. shape. And the one that we did get, like I think, Huge. again, learning experience. Like I do feel like I learned from it was the the discolor it. Like it wasn't discolored, but it like the orange mm-hmm. was not as vibrant as like i think that it was sh- like it should have been it yeah. was like starting to fade to yellow and mm-hmm. i should have been like ah, yeah but. for sure yeah yeah it was huge too it was like i would say probably 20 pounds <laughs> dude it was <laughs> it, it was, it was heavy we were carrying that shit out and we all took turns and we I, were we, like we damn near needed a quarterback. i was carrying it and they were like yeah man it's heavy i'm sure and then i was like all right like you want it and they like took it and they were like oh Oh, this is like carrying a small child through the woods. <laughs> it's all the parasites you're carrying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, but yeah. I don't know. It was interesting. And it I was. was, was oh, it was. man. Like, and Andrew's like, I feel like Andrew should open up like a wilderness restaurant because he's like, he's always got like frog legs yeah. and like and I mushrooms agree. and like, it's always good. It's always yeah. banging. He brought venison, like he brought venison yeah. tonight. Yep. Like, yeah. We're going to have that at the break. Got yeah. some tenderloins off my Sweet. butt. Yeah, all right, that works. Yeah, but yeah, crazy. I'd, I'd totally do that. It'd just be supply and demand. Yeah, yeah. Supply. Just, <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody that I mean, does that. Guy Dewey in Texas. You ever hear that guy? He's been on. Guy Ro- he's been guy on Dewey. Rogan. Is that his name? I don't know. There's a, there's a, like a wild game yeah. thing, and it's out of Texas. I know. I think it's on Meat Eater, and he's got one. Okay, and this yeah. place looks awesome. So yeah, for sure. Why not? Yeah, I would yeah. go. Little, even like little shack. And even I mean, like I would be like, even if it was just like you know a pop up every once in a while, and you were like, what I sell, like once I sell what I sell, it's done. Like it's done. Like a food like, truck. You can charge a premium. Yeah, like it could be like inst- what you'd normally get at a restaurant for like you know ten to fifteen bucks for a mm-hmm. meal. You'd be like. Hey, this is twenty to twenty-five. It's all natural. We get it out in the woods. Like you can tr- tr- like this, that, and the other. Like it's certified or whatever. And here you go. Yeah. I don't you think USDA is gonna certify yeah. my well, meat. Well, I mean, I, I don't mean like USDA, but you know that I mean like it's just like oh, like it's harvested, you know, naturally. And Even the selling of game meat though, is, yeah, is like super illegal. Yes, you don't get yeah. so out. unfortunate. It, it is. You get rolled yeah, it is. I mean, it makes sense from a conservational yeah, sure. aspect, sure. but yeah. still. That's but, I mean, unfortunate. If 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 you could sell it, the Amish would make all the oh money. Oh my god! But that's, oh my oh, god! But we could talk about that after we get back from the break. For sure, <laughs> get a deal. Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Backcountry PA News. My name is Mister America. Let's get into it. This first one comes from Outdoor News Daily. The Department of Game and Fish released young bears back into the wild. Back at the beginning of December, there were three young bears who were orphaned earlier this year. 
um, and they were released by New Mexico Department of Game and Fish staff into the Sangre de Cristo Mountains in San Miguel County on Saturday, December 3rd. There were two cubs that were found earlier this year after their mother was hit by a car and killed on the interstate out in California, um, and then another that was found uh, in a fire area this past spring. Uh, the cubs have been under the care of Dr. Kathleen Ramsey with the New Mexico Wildlife Center, um, and that is in the Hispaniola area nonprofit specializing in the rehabilitation of sick and injured wildlife. So on the morning of December 3rd, Ramsey and department staff prepared to transport the bears to their new home. Uh, they were sedated and weighed in and uh, examined before they were ear tagged. They are estimated to be a little over one year old between the three of them um, and weighed between about uh, 89 and 120 pounds. Transported in the mountains, let loose, um, and I think that it's really uh, a cool story out in New Mexico. I'm not sure if I said California earlier, but it, this is in New Mexico, and uh, it's it's a good story about rehabilitation and getting animals back out there, um, rather than just like reintroducing them somewhere new. Uh, just making sure that like the population is staying healthy, and if young animals are found out there and they don't have any uh, parents or guidance out there then they can be taken in and, and taken care of so this is a nice little heartwarming story to start us out with hope you enjoyed that one that's from outdoornewsdaily.com all right so this next one is less of um really just kind of like a straight up article and more of a little uh opinion editorial style uh, so the title of this one is as magnet fishing booms more guns are being pulled from America's waters. Can magnet fishers legally keep them? This is from OutdoorLife.com. Um, and this this is a really good article that, that digs into, you know, hey, magnet fishing is becoming more popular. That's a good thing. Um, but it also provides some questions. So one of the good things that magnet fishing does is it helps remove items, foreign items from the water, um, metal items, and sometimes other that phones sometimes can be pulled up. All sorts of different things that can be pulled out of the water by going magnet fishing. But one of the most popular ones, especially being here in America where the gun ratio, gun to owner ratio is like two or three to one. Um, so all of these guns are being found in the water. And so the question is, are they allowed legally to keep them? The answer to that is actually a little more complicated than you would expect. Um, this article does a good job of exploring the whole idea, but also um, not really giving a definitive answer, which I think is important on a topic like this. The article pretty much follows Bryce Notchway and uh, talks about his experiences with uh, using YouTube to promote magnet fishing and uh, show his escapades. Um, he's found a lot of guns, and he said it really depends on where he's at. Um, he almost always calls the police just to get the guns turned in or to make sure that they don't need them for a particular investigation. 
but the reactions can be pretty gray and pretty inconsistent from place to place. And then later on in the article, they do talk to a lawyer um, throughout and ask some questions about, hey, what's going on with this? Um, there's a huge difference between legal and moral obligation. Most of these guns that are being found in the water are beyond recognition of being a gun. Um, some of them that are that still look like guns are rusted and unusable. It doesn't take long, of course, since guns are metal for them to oxidize and uh, from the water and rust. So then at what point, one of the major questions this article poses is, at what point does a gun stop becoming a gun and just become something that you found? So the recommendation would be if you are a magnet fisher and you want to take part in magnet fishing, let your local authorities know what's going on when you find a weapon, call them in, a lot of times, um, Bryce talks about how when he's filming, he always calls the police and it kind of gets mixed results. Sometimes they would just rather not do the paperwork and the guns aren't really usable. So they let them let him keep them. Um, other times they do take the guns and uh, keep them for evidence. So I think it really depends. Um, it's a good article, I think, as well, to talk about conservation and how magnet fishing can be sort of a tourism pull, but it could also disrupt other activities like regular fishing, um, but also the benefits of pulling foreign objects out of the water to help the ecosystem as well. Let me know what you think. I, I think that this is something that is going to become more popular and just continue to grow. This last one comes from penlive.com. Wildflowers are starved for sunlight by tree reaction to climate change from a new study. Spring wildflowers across Pennsylvania and beyond already suffering the impacts of climate change are getting a second hint hit from the response of trees over them to the same changing conditions. Botanists from Carnegie Museum of Natural History and the international team of researchers warn of risks that are posed to North American wildflowers caused by warmer spring temps. So to summarize this study really quickly, a lot of the deciduous trees in North America tend to grow their leaves after wildflowers have, or at least they used to. Now, as time is going on and the climate is changing, some trees are growing their leaves faster than they used to. Now, this isn't a huge problem for the trees, but the problem is they grow the canopy and then the wildflowers are covered and they can't get their sunlight. Typically, these plants produce about 50 to 100% of their annual carbon budget during those early spring months. And that's why wildflowers come up so early in the spring is because they want to get out there. They grow their leaves, they grow their flowers and bud and bloom. And as they're doing all of those things, they're creating their energy that they're going to use to survive for the rest of the year. And these trees are blocking that sunlight. So they're not getting the energy that they need to grow as well as if they can't grow fast enough, 
um, then that leads to a lack of diversity. About 80% of the diversity lies within that layer that the wildflowers are in. So that doesn't necessarily just impact wildflowers, but they are the ones that need that energy the most. They require a lot of energy from the sun. And deer are also increasing their consumption of these types of plants. So when they can't grow fast enough to spread fast enough, then that leads to these plants being at risk. Nothing particularly 100% at risk yet, um, but it's an interesting study. Uh, they note that the unexpected results with North American wildflowers are substantially more at risk to climate change than wildflowers in Europe and Asia. I highlight how important it is that this intercontinental research is conducted and how valuable herbarium collections are in this endeavor. Really cool article. Recommend that you go check it out. I want to thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Backcountry PA News. Remember to stay safe and keep your tradition. You, you can taste the difference. Like, I, w- I really want to do side-by-side mm-hmm. taste difference like taste because, testing. like, you would you would definitely see it. It makes a big difference. For sure. We've- I age them in the bed of my truck. I put them, <laughs> I'm serious. I put them in racks in the bed of my truck late season. That buck I told you I killed in the last day of the season, I killed it, and we had, like, six inches of snow that day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, it's freezing. And it's going to be cold for the whole week. For sure. And I had, like, Yeti coolers in the back. And I had the racks that go inside of them. Yeah. And I just flipped them upside down. And then when I would drive places, I would just put them in the cooler, shut yeah. the lid. I'd get there. I'd climb inside the back of my truck, like, at work. And I'd set them back up on the racks. And I did it for, like, two weeks. Oh, my god. And it made gosh. a huge difference. But I got, like, I got lucky. Like, it was really yeah. cold. Yeah. Like I, like, I don't know if it's cold enough now to do it. Like, at night, sure. But <clears throat> during the day. day yeah. And, um, but, yeah, I think it makes a huge difference. I've seen people buy... Um, like the wine cooler mm-hmm. things that people put in their house and they pull all the insides out and then they age like hind quarters and stuff in it. Oh yeah. Like when we buy our next house I'm I'm gonna for yeah. sure put one in. Oh yeah. Like without a doubt. We uh like we started out with just some like my dad pulled a fridge off the side of it or like Craigslist for yeah. like a hundred bucks. Like, yeah. Low budget, stripped everything out, just the insulation. We drilled in like little o-rings at the top so we could hook everything on and we're stacking like two and a half deer in there yeah and like trying to find room but like as of recent it's getting warmer and warmer it's staying warmer Mm -hmm. longer so it's it's hard to do that outside yeah Yeah. so i mean they just invested in a new fridge like i was saying we fit two deer in there pretty easily could definitely fit another small one like whole deer like hanging a whole deer, or are you like cut quartering we, them and putting? We them in? split my buck down the down the spine. Yeah. Right, and so you can you can stack them. Yeah. Like inside to inside, basically. Right. Oh, inside to outside. So like it's it's hollow. Right. 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 Oh, yeah, I don't Pringles saying. chip, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you if you inside. do that, you you could definitely stick like four deer in our fridge yeah, for that's sure. Awesome. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, the my dad shot that small deer. Yeah. <laughs> we just. He picked it up and just. How far shot was it? Heard it was long. Heard it was like, Dad, this one's for you. Right? A record. This one's for you. To do you justice, my dad took a 210 yard shot. No shit. At 
Bambi running through a field on a deer drive today. I heard it was full tilt, too. Oh, yeah. Full tilt, full time. You know what makes it even crazier? All right. It wasn't a full-size deer. No. Like, it Dude, was that a was smaller a small deer. That was yeah. a yeah. Whole, smaller a small, target. Small target to <laughs> yeah. 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 Small target, farther distance, makes it look bigger, farther away. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean. So I was 22, too. Yeah. Could've. <laughs> I, heard Could've. I heard it was a bow. <laughs> I heard it was a red rider, and he was yeah. really precise with it. Yeah, pumped Man. that thing ten times. <laughs> so much air power coming out. Damn. <laughs> well, well, if you haven't already noticed that we're back, and uh, we're going to do a beer tasting for the first time in a long time with a guest in studio too. So, Ethan, I think uh, this is another one of yours. Yes, this so is... So you want to... I guess maybe first we'll talk about what the beer tasting is since we haven't done it in a while for all yes. the new listeners. Yes. Beer tasting is something that we started uh, back in when we were doing it out of the garage yep. on a computer. Um, we were like, you know what? We like to drink beer. Beer and hunting kind of go together. So it only makes sense to do a beer tasting for beers that we haven't tasted yet. And we do it on a scale... Yeah, I'll take another one of those. Yeah, I mean, I'll take the last piece for sure. We do it on a scale of 1 to 10. If it is above a 5, it passes the Laura Law. And the Laura Law is... Um, it is my mother-in-law's name. Okay? Um, she one, one drunken night down in Florida, we, we did a beer tasting with them. And she was like, you know what? If it's above a 5, why doesn't just... You would drink it again then. I was like, you know what? That makes complete sense. And then from there on out, it's called the lower law. So anything above a five, you would drink again. And then we also do like, would you drink at deer camp, fishing yep. camp, all that kind of stuff? And it's just a yes or no question. Um, but Ethan, you want to go about this one? Yeah, this is uh, the second beer that we got from Delaware. Dewey beer. This is the, the fest beer. It's not really much. It's a very uh, plain and... Generic can, simple to the point, 5% alcohol by volume. Dewey Beer Company brewed Milton, Delaware. And um, that's literally it. Like, there's nothing out. There's no description. You said 5% alcohol, right? 5%, yep. Yep. And there's literally nothing else on it. Keep cold and drink fresh. It's a pounder. It's a cool can. Want to hold that up to the GoPro there? Just yeah. to. Let, people, let, the, let the people see it. I keep forgetting that's up here. I, know, I, I didn't stop. look at I it yet. I know. Stuff I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> if you put it like in the middle of the, the table here, stare at all I'd time. be staring at it and be like, mm, yeah. I have a, don't look at the camera, don't look at the he camera. he does that. He just, I do. He'll be like, he'll make eye contact with it. And I'll look <laughs> away. <laughs> I need, I need constant like to do something so it distracts me from looking at a camera. All right, well, let's crack her open and see what see what we got. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, so thanks for coming, man. What kind of beer is this anyway? I believe this is just a lager. That's a lager. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say it. Yeah, because I had the I was an IPA was the last one, and yeah. then my dad said the other one was just a lager. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even describe the, the can itself is a top half of a skull yep. with a weird hat with the brim like straight up. I don't like I've seen people wear the hat like that. It's weird to me. And I just I feel like it's weird. Like the Wesley Snipes hat out of yeah. can't jump. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Like, is that a still, is that the way that's? No. That's no. not a thing. That, that okay. Time. You make your hat that way. It's like a certain. I'm not going to make this hat this way. No. <laughs> certain, certain group of guys. Wait, like I don't guys have a that work on motorcycles. I've seen guys. Oh that yeah, that. yeah, that's, and they wear it backwards accurate. too. I yeah. think. Oh wait, I think one of the guys at BJ's Brew House tonight. We, my wife, went out. I think I saw a guy do it. Had his hat backwards. <laughs> oh, oh, big, <laughs> he had huge gauge deers. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, yep, <laughs> yep. it's him. Yep, that's the guy. The Those are the guys. You, you found those guys. Yeah. Yep. And he just looked irritated. He just looked annoyed just to be out with his family and his brother. Mad. Yeah, at life. This is pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Shouldn't drink when you're pregnant, just in case you're pregnant. <sighs> yeah. That's oh, true. shit. <laughs> <laughs> or drive a car. <laughs> no, I think it's good. Hmm. Andrew, Ethan, wants, Ed, start us off, Andrew. Just some, who wants to start? And get a gist of how it is. Yeah, I mean, so I'm not normally a logger guy. Yeah. At all. Like more IPAs. He's a snob. Shit, you know. Sours? White Claws. Yeah. I yep. like sours. Man, I drink sours too. Yeah. I love it's them. I get carried away. Sours <laughs> are pretty good. Yeah. But um, for a lager, I mean, this is definitely well above Laurel yeah. Ball. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if I'm out. <laughs> if I'm out at the barn, this is on tap for $2. I'm drinking <laughs> this all night. Do you think this would be on tap for $2, though? No. I don't no. think it would be this on tap. This can at least. No. This can says at least six bucks, and there oh, would yeah. not be a tap. For that's it. A, that's Ethan. a six bucks for <laughs> a plastic cup. You'd be getting out of the fridge. <laughs> yeah, that's what it would be. Six bucks for a plastic cup worth. That's it. Yup. No, the uh, and the decal's pretty sick. It is. There's not as much descriptors on this as mm -hmm. previous, but I'm gonna give it like a solid seven. Solid seven. Solid okay, seven. I thought you were gonna go six there for a second. I thought you nope. was too. I. We're gonna go solid seven. Okay, solid seven. It is. Ethan. All right. What are you thinking? Well, I'm a logger kind of guy. I mean, Yingling is that my favorite. Are. So that kind of this kind of this is a little it. different than Yingling, I think. It's a little has a little. I want to say it's a little lighter. Not much. Yeah. But it's a little lighter than a. I logger. feel like it's not as filling either. Like, yingling can really fill me up, especially when I'm eating stuff. Okay, it's like a meal replacement. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to eat a lot, so I'll just drink a beer and I'll be okay. Yeah, for you breakfast. Know. Yeah, breakfast. Meal for breakfast. calories for the day. Yeah, yeah. counting my calories. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I say, as loggers go, it's good. It's plain, simple. To, like, I, I, they don't even need a description on this thing. It just, yep, this is what it is. Yeah. Simple. Um, I really do like it. I'm going to go eight and a half. Oh, that's wow. no, eight and a half. I really do like it. Big eight five. Yep. That's, a, that's a strong rating right there. Could, yeah, that's a strong one there, Ethan. I could. Oh, we didn't do the. We did at the end. If you drink at a camp yeah. or not? Yeah, we'll do it at the end. Okay. Cause yeah. Sometimes we do it. Ed, you'll go last since you're the guest here. Okay. All right. So it is good. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm more of a. I don't mind loggers, but yeah. I'm more of like a sour type guy right mm -hmm. now anyway in my life um i would go probably 7.2 like i, I don't want to go as high as ethan because I, I it is good yeah it yeah, is yeah. definitely good if you're a logger guy yeah. definitely big logger but guy. you don't want big to stoop guy. as low as me right i don't want to stoop as low yeah. as you That's what did you give seven but i don't want to be as high as ethan yeah you know so i kind of you know dabbled in the 7.2 area yeah. Ed? Uh, well, I'm going to give it its lowest rating, I think. 
Uh, I'm going to give it like a 6.5. Okay. I think it's good. Yeah. But I don't know if it's good because I didn't pay for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I was at the bar and I yeah. spent 6 bucks and I had this, yeah. I don't know. If it free beer, I'm giving it a 7. Yeah. But like if I paid for this, it's probably in the 6s. Okay. I'm also right. not a big lager guy. Yeah, so it's not something you would pick so off the menu. I like the can. I think mm-hmm. the can's cool. It's simple. It's got a cool design. It's got a feel to it. Yep. It would catch my eye on the shelf. Oh yes. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it like a. I'm, I'm gonna give it a six five. Okay. Well, I, I think to say this though first. Oh, I yes. think I think the can would have been rated higher if it didn't have that stupid fucking hat on. Stupid fucking hat. You don't know yeah. this company, right? I'm no, I'm okay. literally my, <laughs> no, my, my parents, family's company. <laughs> yeah, my family's, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. No, my parents were, um, they were down in Delaware visiting friends well, like a, two months ago or a couple months ago. And they, this is just one of the breweries down there. And they're like, hey, do you want a few beers for the beer tasting for the podcast? And I was like, sure. So they just surprised me. Like, I don't care. So they brought back two different beers, an IPA and then this one. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, sure. And it was a, you know, it's a Delaware exclusive. You know, they only make it there in the Dell. You guys go to Delaware a lot. No. I, I frequent no. Delaware all the time. I'm super close to Delaware. Like I know I do. Well, see, I mean, I could to get to Delaware. I think it's like an hour's drive from yeah. my house. I can be in Delaware. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm basically in Delaware. Yeah, like you're the close. First accident in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So like you say Dewey beer. Like yeah, I know where that is. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not that far from my house. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the total rating there, Ethan? Well. Cody, you were almost spot on. It averaged. It passed, as obviously. Well, of course. 7.3. Hey. You were right on there. You know, that's about average for this beer. I'd say it's a winner. So would I drink it at hunting camp? camp? Any camp, but hunting um, camp, since it's hunting season. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I would necessarily drink this at hunting camp. Yeah. I don't. It wouldn't be my go-to, put it that way. Okay. At hunting camp. I do don't think you, I would. Do your standards go up for hunting camp? Ah, uh, yeah. It, well, it has to be a certain taste. Okay, that's You know, fair. like, I, I want to have something that I can, like, sit back and just, like, easily drink it. And just, like, I wouldn't say drink a lot of them, but, like, drink a good amount of them. Mar- marathon. <laughs> yeah. Marathon, yeah. not sprint. Yes. Marathon, yeah. And I feel like this one here, I just could not drink a lot of them. Yeah, I'm not drinking ten of these. No, no, yeah, there's no way. Like, definitely not in the pint. No, no <laughs> definitely not. No, no. Definitely not. I think it would have to be like something like I don't want to feel like sound like a puss here. Yeah, but like the Natterdays, you know the UW the Natterdays, dude. The the Bush apples, the just Bush light, you know that kind of stuff. Like that's my like go to deer camp or hunting camp beer just because it goes down smooth and i don't feel it the next day this one i feel like if i drink a lot of it i'm gonna fucking feel it yeah true and waking up at 3 30 in the morning yeah as you did be happy i'll be like well i'm not waking up right now (laughs) no yeah not to be a puss but since we're talking about those kinds of beers yeah we have mango cart mango cart yeah no it's by golden road Okay. I think it's out of California. Okay. It's a fruity beer, but it's really good. It <laughs> hey. goes down real easy. Hey, I, real there's easy. no shame here. They're a little, no shame in your game. No shame in the game. Yep. They're a little more on the expensive side. Yeah. But, I mean, the flavor is definitely there. Yeah. Definitely there. Does it taste like mango? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's like mango I'm juice. I'm a huge fan of mango, but uh, I give learn. it the old college try. Yeah, old college try. <laughs> what more can you give? <laughs> well, not <laughs> much in this day. <laughs> At this point, not much. <laughs> Andrew, yes, no? Yes, no. Uh, I mean, honestly, from past experience, uh, there's a lower selection of beer at deer camp. Yeah. You don't really get this high selection. Yeah. So, I mean, if this is there and my choices are hams and this. (laughs) Oh, no, not hams. I'm going with this for sure. Because, I mean, uh, so earlier today, I was hunting, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Met up with my dad. Um, him and his buddies normally do drives um, the second and third Saturday mm-hmm. of deer season in rifle. And uh, one of our guys, Bill, he always brings hams for after the drive. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, I get the budget thing, but <laughs> I, I remember, like, my freshman. Oh, mm. I remember a point in college I was drinking <laughs> hams. Saved and, yourself? <laughs> <laughs> and I remember it going in and coming out the same way. So yep. I'm not a big oh, fan of hands yeah. anymore. Uh, yeah. I've had my fair share of cheap cheap beers in college. Hams, the lion's head, <laughs> the nat- natter days, or the natter days, nat- natty lights. Natty light. Mm, yeah. So I, no. think, I think those are listed as, quote, economy beers yep at they, the, at the when you store. when you can get a 24 pack for 10 bucks <laughs> then you know it's like drinking dirt water and this but it does the job so you can't complain too much when you have no source of income in college <laughs> exactly <laughs> unless you sell your body on the street sell your plasma i mean everyone well, too yeah that too. other bodily fluids right true you have a hey you got options these days yeah. options Feet picks are big. I, I, if I had better looking feet, I'd, I'd, I'd be on the market right now. But no, I, my feet hey, are pretty you, ugly. I mean, I don't know. Some people would like your feet. That is true. Some people would like that messed up foot. True. I have to go searching. I have to like. <laughs> no, they would interested? go searching for you. True. Uh, Google I'll, messed up feet. Messed up feet. Who wants them? Only fans. <laughs> Only fans. Yes. Ethan, yes, no. Uh, yes. Simple. It's, it's, yeah, just yes. You're a logger guy. I'm a logger guy, yeah, so yeah. I can't. I'm a little Makes biased sense. on that, but yeah. Because, like, even after, because you said about your standards, if they went higher or lower for hunting camp when it comes to beer, and I was, like, thinking about it, I was like, my standards kind of go up a little bit for hunting camp. Because, like, say you had a bad day, and you don't necessarily have, like, a bad day, quote-unquote bad day in the woods. Any yeah. day in the woods is a good day. But, like, say you missed a shot or you didn't see anything, you get back to the cabin, you don't want to open the fridge and look in and see a bunch of beer or something that you're like, I don't want to drink any of this. Mm -hmm. So, like, your standards kind of do go up a little bit when it comes to that. You're like, I want something to, like, one, it's going to numb my pain a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) And two, I just want to be able to drink it smoothly and not have to, like, make a face every time (laughs) I I take a swig. So, but so that this would be, this would easily be a... Yeah, hunting camp here for me. All right, Ed. Nah, this isn't coming out of the camp. No, <laughs> nah. <laughs> it's not even anything bad. Like it's not a bad beer. Yeah, I mean, I'd maybe like take one to the beach. But you take it to Dewey Beach. I might Dewey Beach. I'd definitely take it to Dewey Beach. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fucking take this to the beach. <laughs> I, it's not that I don't like this beer, but like, 
I'm going to drink this. Yeah. And I'm going to go back over your beer cooler. Yeah. And if there was more of these in here, I'd grab a Miller Lite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe because it's a lager. But yeah, no, it's not coming to camp. Yeah. I, I drink bourbon at camp, too. Yeah. Like, I'm a big bourbon drinker. I'm not a big... Beer drink, yeah, I, yeah. I just want to get it done and get it over with. <laughs> but uh, yeah, not a bad beer, but yeah, not going to camp. All right, well, there you go. There There's you go. a beer tasting beer for tasting. you. First one in over a month. All right, so now <laughs> solid. It's do you want to jump right into the controversial topic? I since, do. Since you had that already, yeah, it's an interesting one. I actually. Scrolling through Instagram, looking at reels, and there was another there was another podcast. I don't remember who it was because I didn't save the video. But the one guy that was on there made the statement. And I was like, and I didn't know how to feel about it. He said, if you hunt with a crossbow. Antler and Feather Co. And this <laughs> is the podcast I just did. He got 120,000 views on this video. Is that who it is? Vince. Yeah, I was literally just talking to him Are today. you serious? I sponsor their podcast. Because, yeah, his the reel blew up. Oh, shit. It got like 120,000 views. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Go ahead. Sorry. I didn't, know, I didn't realize this. Oh, my God. I knew you said that earlier. And I was like, oh, he's going to bring this fucking video up. I can't wait to text him and tell him that we're talking about it right now. Go ahead. <clears throat> but he, the guy said, if you hunt with a crossbow, as I do, you cannot call yourself an archery hunter. You are not an archery hunter. I don't know how I feel about that at first. Well, the first time I was like, I'm not, I'm not arch. Crossbow is its own thing. You are a crossbow hunter and that's your own separate category. You cannot sit there. I can't sit here and have a conversation with Cody saying, oh yeah, I'm, I'm an archery hunter. I'm not allowed because I shoot a crossbow. Does it bother you? You look bothered. I, I'm a, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. Cause I'm like, I'm hunting during archery season using archery equipment. It's just a crossbow. Mm-hmm. I'm an archery hunter. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't never really looked at it that way. Yeah. I was like, I shoot a crossbow, and I just left it. I just leave it at that. Yeah. Right. Like I don't really like look into it. Like this is what I use, mm-hmm. and I can use it during these times of the year, and I leave it at that. Like yeah. I never really like cared to like, mm-hmm. like oh man, I use a crossbow, and then like, yeah, I'm allowed to use it. Like don't even let anyone talk. Because you know how people, some people feel so strong about yeah, crossbows. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, if you're not disabled or a senior, yeah, you shouldn't use it. And I'm like, well, it's a legal method for me to use. So I'm going to, if it becomes illegal and I can't use it, well, then I won't use it. Simple, right. plain and simple. But right. I'm allowed to use it and I got it for dirt cheap yeah. at a gun raffle, which is the only reason I'm in archery hunting to begin with, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> so I'm going to use it. I have no reason not to. Yeah. But I never looked at it that way to be like, oh, I'm not an archery hunter. I can't call myself an archery hunter. It it definitely definitely grinds my gears a little bit, not going <laughs> to lie. Yeah. <laughs> because, one, um, why the fuck does it matter? You know, it shouldn't matter no matter what you shoot. If it's legal and it's you can shoot with it, that's all that matters. Like, I don't care. Like, you are an archery hunter. Archery hunter, you are. It, it's just a different method of shooting a deer, and you may not put in as much practice as Ed or myself does, but it doesn't matter. You don't, you don't feel like you have the time to do that. 
So like, it just. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I was like, "Oh, I want to talk about like, this." Honestly, it really, it really pisses me off. To be completely frank, like it's like <clears throat> I don't even know. I don't even know how to go about it. Um, but I do. You, you should be able to call yourself an art hunter or a bow hunter or whatever you want to call yourself because it's what you choose to shoot. You know, like if if you. If you choose to go out and shoot a bow, then yeah, call yourself a bow hunter. If you go out and shoot a crossbow and you want to say that you're a bow hunter, you're a bow hunter. Like, I don't care what you call yourself. Like, it's just, it's whatever you want to call yourself. Like, it's not going to change my opinion on you yeah. no matter what. So, like, I just, you, you also aren't going to take a 50-yard shot with your crossbow. Just because you can, yeah. Don't. Like you, right now, you're at thirty five yards. Thirty five, yeah, thirty five yards. I'm like dialed in at thirty five. Yeah. Like nothing more than that. And then you don't realize. And I th- did notice this when I was out up at the cabin, like opening day of archery. Like how far, even like twenty, you're looking at the rangefinder. Mm-hmm. Like how far even twenty yards is when you're up in a tree, like looking down at twenty. I was like, that's a little further than I thought. Like mm-hmm. that you think like, oh, this tree to this tree is twenty yards, and then you range it. It's like, oh no, that's like twelve yards. It's the yeah. hypotenuse. <laughs> yeah, dude. it's 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 like it's thro- it throws you off all yeah. the time in my in my in my saddle. Yeah. Ooh, college educated, college degree. <laughs> yeah. In my saddle, when I'm looking at like stuff, I'm like, oh, that has to be like that's like twenty. I do, and it's like twenty nine. I'm like, oh fuck, that would have been a miss. But you know what the difference is? Yeah. If you're shooting a stick bow, yeah, you missed. Yes, you shooting a you shooting a crossbow that shoots three hundred fifty feet per mm-hmm. second. Absolutely, you might not. Absolutely, I hundred percent agree with that. That like it, you do get a slight, you do get an advantage with the crossbow. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But there's people. You know what drives me fucking crazy is people that talk about crossbows and they say, "Oh, it's like shooting a rifle." No, it's not. His no. dad just shot a deer at what was it three hundred and eighty yards. <laughs> Full tilt with a shotgun. So stop saying that. Like, if you want to say yeah. it's like shooting a muzzle loader, like yeah. a flintlock muzzle loader, that's way more accurate. Um, I mean, even that, it's like <laughs> the flintlock has an eighty percent chance of not going off. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. How many times did yours not uh, go off, Cody? Like too many to count. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get into that, but we can keep talking about this yeah. controversial thing. Yeah. I can't believe we're talking about that. I was literally just telling him because it's driving him nuts. Like, this post, it's got like over 120,000 views, and he's like, he's got like a decent following. I think it's similar to like how you guys have a following, but like, he's got 120,000 views. He had to like shut the alerts off on his phone. Yeah. Because he was just like, dude, it's ringing all night. And people are fucking pissed at him. And I'm just like, like the people that are that upset about it, excuse me, are fucking morons anyway. Like, do something. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you do? Why are you sitting there arguing with a guy <laughs> about his opinion on if a crossbow is a piece of archery equipment? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it's it. I don't have an opinion on it. Yeah. Like, I don't hunt with a crossbow. I bought a crossbow, but I bought it because it was cheap on Black Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've never killed anything with it. But I just really like shooting my compound bow. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's not a piece of archery equipment, I guess. Yeah. It's just not. I think it's way cooler. If, like, you showed me that buck on that thing and you said, dude, shot that with my compound. Yeah. 
but like if you said like dude shot that with my crossbow mm-hmm. i'd like be like oh, that's pretty cool but you said with your compound right <laughs> like yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah. um it's just not my jam but i don't think uh i don't have a big opinion on it there there's there's another there's another podcast out there um Ethan will know who I'm talking about. Probably you might know who I'm talking about, but like, ah, yes, they, I already know. They, uh, Are you not trying to say their name because I'm yeah, gonna fucking I don't, I don't blow really, them up. I don't, I don't blow really. them up if I know it. Go ahead. I don't. I don't. I, I don't really care. Um, but um, they, they would rather hear like, there's no stories with crossbows, like, no stories at all, and it's like, they rather hear about a bow, a bow shot, or something like that. Like if, like, if Ethan puts in the same amount of work as me to get the deer with a crossbow it's the same thing but just with a crossbow instead you don't have the whole detail of like the draw weight you don't have the the type of arrow you, i don't fucking know like i don't put the work into my arrows like i don't build my own arrows i go to the i go to my <laughs> not my arrows my my archery shop and get the arrows that work for my bow that's all i do i, I, I read this, the chart on the box yeah, like, like, yeah like, like, that's what i do like I, I don't put all this work in my arrows or you know tune my sight, tune my broadheads and all this kind of stuff. Like, I don't do that. Like, it's pretty much like I buy it and I, I shoot it. That works best for me. Like, I don't do all yeah. this extra shit. And like, I, compounds and honestly, compounds and crossbows are very similar. You just have to draw them back. That's that's the main difference. Components, yeah. Yeah, like, you got the releases, we pull a trigger too. Yeah. Like it's the same thing. It's, got it's cams, just it's got cables. It's exactly. Got trains, yeah. If anything, the traditional archery, the trad bows, they should be the ones that are like saying Long like compound bows. and crossbows are right. And that's why I feel like I can't have an opinion on it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like. So, the rifle hunter is gonna, or the guy with the crossbow is gonna say the rifle hunter's cheating. Yep. The guy with the compound is gonna say that the guy with the crossbow is cheating. Yep. The guy shooting a stick bow is gonna say that. Everybody's, Everybody's cheating. Everybody's cheating. <laughs> the and the guy. guy who fucking throws rocks at deer or spears at deer are going to say, like, oh, you're a bitch. You should have thrown a yeah. spear at it. Like, So it's just a – I feel like it's a dumb argument. Yeah. I love, don't get me wrong. Like, I love listening to people rant about it. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it just – there's just levels. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and, it's, and it's, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. because, like, he hunts with a crossbow and he bought a fishing li- – or a hunting license. Yeah. I hunt the compound and I bought a hunting license. Yep. He paid into the Pittman Robertson Act when he bought yep. his crossbow. Yep. I did the same thing. Yep. I mean there's enough there's enough drama around hunting. Yeah. You know? I that like hunters don't need to like divide ourselves. Exactly. It's just like Republicans and Democrats in yeah. our country. All we do is divide ourselves mm-hmm. as this thing, this bipartisan thing. It doesn't fucking matter. Yep. Because if like America's not here or hunting's not here None of us. Yeah. This doesn't fucking work for any of us. Right. Yep. So just shut up and let the guy keep putting money into the system. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I definitely I definitely agree with that, that. People have to just stop talking about crossbows and compounds and tr- trad bows and rifles and muzzleloaders. Like, just to, whatever they shot it with, that's all that matters. If it's a legal way to shoot it, that's all that shouldn't really matter. Right. And it proves it. Like, I walked in and I said, like, dude, that's a fucking sweet deer. You guys yep. shot there. I don't know who shot it, but I didn't yeah. ask. I didn't ask what they shot it with. Yeah, I don't care if you shot that deer this morning with your rifle or with a bow or with a spear. Maybe if you said, "Hey, I threw a spear at it," I'd be like, "Oh shit, that would be impressive." But like that, I just it means so little to me. Yeah, how 
I mean, I can't fucking kill a deer with a rifle. Mm-hmm. I can't kill a deer with 6.5 Creedmoor. There's dudes that shoot miles with 6.5 Creedmoors, and I can't fucking kill a deer with one. Yeah. So, I, I just don't think it matters at all. Yeah. 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 Uh, to go back to the original topic, uh-huh. I totally agree with the the trigger thing. Yeah, release has that. It's literally the same mechanism. I thought you were about literally, to say fuck crossbow hunters. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for like, gonna be like who's going to say it? Not real. <laughs> I I have gone hunting with crossbow once. Like my dad picked up one. Um, he's kind of at the age. He's not that old. Sorry, dad. My parents are going to disown me, dude. After this podcast, they're like, screw this kid. But, um, no, he's he's like, he got a taste of the crossbow. He's like, you know what? This is more effective. Like, I don't have to sit there drawn back the whole time. Like, dude's 50-some, 52, 53 at this point. Like, he's getting up there. He's tired of doing the same old shit. And, uh, I mean, he goes out, gets the job done the same way. I mean, the only difference is exactly the drawback. Yeah. If you're up there with an unstrung crossbow and you have the time to actually pull it back, I would say it's the exact same thing as a compound. Mm-hmm. Like, all the mechanisms are the exact same. Yeah. Um, as long as you get the job done, what does it matter? Yeah. Like, yeah. as long as you're ethical about it. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just do what you're gonna do, and yeah. don't don't care. Like you're out there for the deer, not mm-hmm. for the weapon. Yeah. Also, end of the day, like I can't expect anybody to be obsessed with this thing like I am. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. If it were up to me, I'd shoot my bow every day. A lot of times, I do shoot my bow every day. Yeah. But it's because I'm sick for this thing. Yeah. I, I'm obsessed with it, and I can't like. If everybody had to be as dedicated to this thing as I am, there'd not be that many hunters. No. Like, I heard you talk about burnout earlier, and yeah. I said, oh, I've never been burnt out in the fucking yeah. woods in my life. I love it that much. Like, But, like, I, you can't expect everybody to put yeah. 100 hours or, you know, even five hours a week into shooting their bell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if a guy just wants to like buy a license and put into the thing and yeah. you know, maybe, maybe go drink fucking Dewey beer, Festa beer at deer camp with his buddies. <laughs> it doesn't matter as long as he's like out there doing the thing and like yeah. talking about the positive sides of right. deer hunting. I mean, look at Jersey, Jersey. They just banned a bear hunt yep, and then reinstated an emergency bear hunt like two weeks later. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's obviously like under attack all yep. the time. Mm hmm. You know, like Oregon right now is a fucking dump. Oregon, yeah, Oregon is a fucking dumpster fire. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, like, so I, I just don't see why we need to like divide us anymore. Yeah. Then. Yeah. I mean, there's only like I think it's like one percent of like population hunts. Yeah. Like, yeah I'm not sure much. it's a lot. Like that's probably wrong, but like it, it's not thirty. No, it's not it's even not, ten. No, no, it's declining too. Let alone, let alone the people that actually kill things. Yeah, I mean, like, how many people eat tag soup every year? Well, the Amish make up for that. Yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 with these fucking Amish, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, hell, hey. I want to be like Peta and just like stand like the last Saturday <laughs> and just stand by fucking game lands and be like, no. You're not coming on You're here. Coming on. You hunt your land all year fucking round. You're not coming on here and slaughtering these deer too. Go, go shoot your own deer. 
Yeah, go shoot no. your own deer. These are fifty these pound are deer on your own property. These are my farm. Two hundred ten yards, <laughs> right? Two hundred ten. Full sprint. Full sprint. Full sprint. Full tilt. Look like a dime out there. I can't believe we. <laughs> All right, well, that was a good debate topic yeah, there, Ethan. Good job. Good. Maybe you guys are trying to get like 120,000 views. Yeah. It's probably be good for the podcast. We already hit 1.2 million with my elk video. Oh, yeah, you did that then. I was that like, was, yeah. we're famous. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. decoy, right? It's probably still... Dude, are you famous? <laughs> I didn't realize probably you were not. famous. Yeah. I would have came in here and said, sir, or something. <laughs> yeah. You probably a million not. views on a video? Yeah, one point. I think it's like 1.2 or 1.8, something like that. I think Holy it's still shit. growing, too. Oh, yeah. I said earlier, I made a comment about me getting 18,000 views and how much I liked it. And I, did, I was like, oh, you douchebag. You're like billing about your views on Instagram. <laughs> this guy's sent a 1.2 million. Like, Dude. But it was like I, one time, and then like we've never hit that kind of number. Like, like, 300,000, and then 200,000. Yeah. And then it was like, then it's like 600. Yeah, like what the hell happened? I'm going to sell so much coffee. <laughs> no, but it was like I was glad my wife was like, "Can you please like to turn off your Instagram notifications on your phone?" Fucking crazy. Yeah, I was like, I did, and then all of a sudden my video blew up, and I was like, "I'm so glad I turned <laughs> the notifications off because it was been point two million. Yeah, dude, it was fucking annoying. When I wake up in the morning, I have like a hundred followers. Was it on Instagram or like yeah. YouTube? Yeah. Instagram. Instagram. Oh my god! I don't know how I broke we kept, I remember we kept following it, and then like, dude, we're at you and know five hundred thousand. Oh yeah, my wife was like, yeah, you're not going to be famous until you hit a, a million views, you're and like then eight hundred k at the it's point. Like, What's up? And, like, <laughs> and I sh- you sent me like a screenshot of it or something. I'm like, later that day, I think it was like <laughs> yeah, the same day, five hours later. Like you want to talk some more <laughs> shit? <laughs> we had a million. <laughs> so you think I just go over there and get drunk with my friends? <laughs> I'm famous. <laughs> You're married to a famous man. We just turned on monetization. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I was oh, like, oh man. my gosh. So, speaking of your coffee, let's talk about your coffee. Because yes, we had right. some today. We mixed it with, what was it up there? What is that up there, Andrew? It's uh, maple pecan gold from, I can't read that, Baristas. It's a uh, flavored whiskey. Okay. Yeah, so talk about your coffee. What what you have two bags? Yeah, so I got two. Ro- I have two roasts. I have yeah. a dark and a medium. Uh, we got a light roast coming out. Um, hopefully in January. I'm just kind of waiting on. Um, sorry, the shitty beer's making me burp. <laughs> I'm just kind <laughs> um, of waiting on artwork from like uh, my tattoo artist who does yeah. all our artwork and stuff. Um, I got an idea what the coffee I'm going to use is. Um, but we donate a big well, a portion of it to um, TRCP right now. Okay. Um, we're still trying to figure out like where we're going to donate. I've only been in business for seven months, maybe. Yeah. Um, but it's going well so far. Good. Having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I mean your coffee's good. Like I, I'd, I like even like the dark one that we just had today. Mm-hmm. It was still smooth, very smooth. Like the medium one though. I fucking love it's that one. It's shit, isn't it? It's that fucking one, good. <laughs> like, and I told you just before we even came in here, the reason I like it is because I don't have to shit after I drink it. <laughs> like, Folgers, I have to shit. <laughs> like, I don't like I don't drink that before I get in the woods. Because, oh, like, never. I know for a fact, like, if I'm driving half an hour to where I have to go, <laughs> I know 15 minutes into getting in my truck and driving, I'm like, oh, I got to go. Yep. Where am I going to stop between here and there? Yeah. Like, that's the issue with coffee for me. Like, I always had that issue. Oh, yeah. And it's with not- that, like, I, I I had up the cabin when we had the Big Mountain Challenge. Yep. 
no issue up there. Um, which that's like the worst place to have because like you're walking like five miles in the woods and I'm like, yeah. where am I? Like, where am I flipping a rock? Yeah. Like, where am I going yeah. here? Find a good um, tree. The fell yeah, over. Yeah. But like it's, it's smooth. Like I don't even need a creamer for it. Well, that's the thing. Like it's, it's the acidity levels of the coffee. Like you're getting it at such like a fresh rate. Like we not to, like just talk about my coffee company, but like everything's roasted super fresh. Like, yeah. The coffee that I dropped off for you today. Mm hmm. Was roasted. Uh, what's today? Is today Saturday. Saturday. It was roasted Thursday. Oh, okay. So like it's within a couple of days. Um, I don't sell anything that's been like sitting for more than two weeks, and eventually that's probably going to have to change, like scale wise. Yeah, it's just not practical. Um, like the roast to order. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the big difference. Like you get Folgers coffee or you get Maxwell Health coffee, um, and dude, it's probably a year old. Like no bullshit. It's probably every bit of a year old. We figured how big of a can they're selling too. Right, and it's already ground. Yeah, and like when you grind coffee, it like the freshness gets it sucked out of it. Like you yeah. really should buy whole bean and grind as you go. Yeah, I try to like flip everybody that like my family member. I've given a bunch of my family members like old grinders. One yeah. because I'm tired of grinding their coffee. <laughs> um, <laughs> two. It's just you get a better drinking experience. Yeah. Um, and, like, I understand, like, most people have never even thought, like, having my coffee and having a good drinking experience. Most people are just like, oh, it's the morning. I need something hot. Yeah. And I need to go. And that's why everybody goes to K-Cups. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody has a Keurig. But, I mean, Keurig, those cups are probably a year old. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. might even sit in my – like, I have K-Cups sitting there from when we had a Keurig. They just right. sit in there. Like, they just sit there. you just sit there because, like, oh, when I need it, it'll be there. Because it's f- fresh, right in there, right. Well, it's it's convenient. It's not right. Even, it's not fresh. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah. And like I get people all the time, like, "Oh, I'd buy your coffee if you had K cups." Yeah. Like, cool. Like, I mean, eventually I'll have K cups. Yeah. And, but I'm not gonna like just have K cups to have K cups. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want somebody to grab roastavel a roastavel K cup and be like, "Oh, this is a cup of roastavel," because it's yeah. not. Yeah. You know, it's just. Even out of a drip pot, you're not getting the same like drinking experience as you get out of a French press or a pour over or a, an espresso. Just, yeah, there's so, there's such levels to it, mm-hmm. and I certainly don't expect everybody to wake up early before they go to work <laughs> like I do. Yeah, and hand grind coffee or run a grinder. Yep, and make a pour over, heat their kettle up. You know, yeah, <laughs> get their hipster on and make yeah. a coffee like I do. Yeah. I don't expect that, right? But the least you can do is to just drink fresh coffee. Yeah, it just makes a world of difference. It doesn't even have to be my coffee. Like when I, what got me into coffee was I had fresh coffee one time. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you're just like, holy shit. Yeah, because like, I was that guy. Like I was like, oh, yeah, I drink a gas station. Doesn't matter as long as it's brown and it's water. I'm drinking it. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it doesn't even have to be hot at certain points. Like. <laughs> I can reheat it up in a microwave, but yeah. like, I'm kind of a total snob now. Like total snob. When? How many years ago did that change? Oh, dude, it hasn't even been that long. Um, it's probably been like a year and a half. Year and a half. Yeah. Wow. It. Uh, I got so. There's this coffee called Jamaica Blue. And it's like a real expensive coffee. It's like sixty eight dollars a pound. And oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's wow. crazy expensive. <laughs> yeah. Like crazy expensive. And. Uh, you drink it like you don't need cream at all. Yeah. Like it's incredible. It's like it's just a really good strain of bean. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as it's roasted properly, it's it's just a really good like whole bodied cup of coffee. And I drank it and I was just like, well, this is fucking great. Yeah. 
And then I like had a cup of coffee the next day at Wawa on my way to work. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, and like, obviously I can't drink $68 coffee, but I, it's just the fresh factor. Of it. Yeah. Like that strain of coffee bean is, is a way better bean than Roosterveld is. And like okay. Roosterveld's a high quality bean. It's a yeah. really good strain of Colombian coffee, but it's not this $68 mean. Right. And you in there you can really taste the difference. Okay. But if you go from drinking like what Roosterveld is to your Wawa coffee mm-hmm. or your, you know, Quickie Mart coffee, there's just, there's such a, dip, a big difference about it. And like a lot of people that drink it with cream and drink it with this and drink it with that, like even my mom now, my mom will drink black coffee. Mm-hmm. And like my mom was like full dead like i'm putting a half gallon of milk in yeah and then i'm gonna get a shovel and i'm gonna put sugar in. like <laughs> yeah. you know yeah, what i mean a big now, spoon like, starbucks she can drink style it. Yeah. right right yeah. but that's yep. see that's the american palate mm-hmm. the american palate is like i want super dark roast burnt yep. coffee yeah and when you roast really dark like that you lose a lot of the flavor profile in your coffee okay like overseas, like in a lot of these other countries and stuff you drink light roast coffees it's almost turns into a tea at some point and you get more flavorful coffee, like lighter roast coffee and different like strains of coffee. You get like more floral, lighter colors. Yeah. When you start to roast it darker, you get a more full-bodied, heavier coffee. Okay. Which like, like Muley Mayhem sells better than Roastabout. Yeah. And like in the grand scheme of things, like Muley Mayhem, uh, like the strain of coffee yeah. isn't as high in quality as... Um, Jesus, it got cold. That roast Jesus Christ, that guy grew up in a barn. <laughs> I know his dad picks mushrooms on the weekends, but close the door. Damn it. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, he did get cold fast. It's cold out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you can go real deep into it. Yeah. I obviously have. Hey, shut that one. Yeah, shut that door this time. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. It really got how cold it is outside. We're like, oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I mean, I like your coffee. I think we all like your coffee here now. That was was the first time I had coffee without any kind of creamer at all. Mm -hmm. all. And you've had, like, you did the whole black rifle coffee thing. So, like, I had, yeah, like, I drink, still do because I have a couple bags. Obviously, I want to use them i'm not gonna get rid of them he's saying that because i'm here yeah but, totally saying that he's here. like oh, i'm definitely gonna switch over your subscription yeah i'm like, not gonna lie though like, yeah <laughs> yeah so your monthly subscription please tell me the prices and I'll, I'll subscribe right now no like i would i i was like i can't drink coffee plain like i never drank coffee growing up i only got into drinking coffee because i was like i can't drink energy drinks Every night at work, mm-hmm. that, that's just horrible. Your heart's gonna my, my, yeah. hey, I'm just gonna fall over. I'm 29 years old. I'm gonna die of a heart attack. Like I just, yeah. I can't do that. Um, but like I was like, well, I don't want to get all the like the creamers that you get at the store because they're not really that good for you anyway. So I looked. I was like, just the most simple and basic creamer like I could actually make myself was like two cups of whole milk and one of those small cans of the sweetened condensed milk mm-hmm. and i just mix those together and then i got that's what i use for my creamer it works great never and i tried to have it straight a few times i was like ah not the biggest fan yeah i drank your coffee here uh, granted there was liquor in it so that changed the, <laughs> that changed the flavor maybe a little bit but like you didn't like pour half the cup of liquor or anything you just put like a shot or so worth. Like five seconds that's it yeah so but like that was like the first time i really drank coffee like just straight up yeah, and I was like, I can actually drink this. 
And that was a dark and, roast too. And not have an issue. Yeah, that was like a more aggressive like yeah. yeah, so I don't have to and I don't put that much creamer in it, but I put enough that I was like, Okay. It's not like the original just straight up coffee flavor anymore. Yeah. I still I still love tasting that vanilla though. I still put vanilla creamer in just because yeah. I like to taste that vanilla. I love I don't know why. I'm I just love it. Hey, my wife does too. Yeah, my wife does too. It's all right. Hey, and, uh, no, my wife makes me go buy the that iced coffee that you get. I don't oh, know what brand yeah, yeah, it is yeah, at yeah. Aldi's or something. Yep. It's mo- she, does she gets that the too. mocha, yeah. or they had like a like a cookies and cream kind of flavor, and that's women. the only it's you know women want their flavored coffee. Their all the time. flavored <laughs> coffee. That's Jeez. it. I was like, you could just have some of my Black Rifle coffee. I said, just put creamer. No, no, <laughs> that's not happening. And you brought up Black Rifle coffee. Like, I think their coffee's good. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, and I have people reach out to me all the time. They're like, "Oh, you're just trying to be Black Rifle Coffee?" Like, yeah, of course I am. I mean, yeah. they're worth two billion <laughs> yeah, like, dollars. Billions like, of went, dollars. Yeah. They just went public. Like, yeah. I'm trying to make a couple bucks so I can quit my job. <laughs> like, yeah, of course I would like to be like Black Rifle Coffee. Yeah, but like they make decent coffee. Yeah, and, I mean it's better than what you're going to get at the store. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a higher quality coffee. Um, they just put more thought into it. Yeah, um, I think they they also like hit. it. They hit all the right notes before there was other coffee companies that were about the outdoor industry. Oh yeah, and all kind of stuff. They like they hit that before it was even hit by anyone else. Yeah, I mean, I have people all the time like, "Oh, you're never going to compete with Black Rifle Coffee in the hunting space." I'm like, yeah. "Yeah, I know," because Joe Rogan doesn't drink my fucking coffee. Yeah, but like, I don't. I, I'd be stupid. I've known him for eight months. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And they also make good coffee. Like, mm-hmm. there's plenty of people out there that, like, Evan Haver says something stupid on a podcast. And people are like, well, I'm canceling my subscription from him. Like, he's yeah. an asshole. Like, sure, sign up for our grounds then. Like, yeah. Great. Like, like, cool. <laughs> yeah. I'd yeah. love to have you. Come on yeah. over, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, I think they have good coffee. And they, they're a big part of, like, like I saw what they did. Mm-hmm. You know, people like them because they're just, like, cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, they're, like. Their whole company's full of Navy SEALs and Green Berets. Like, yeah. Yeah, they're way fucking cooler than me. Like, I, I used to <laughs> baseball. Like, yeah, I'd probably buy their coffee, too. Like, I don't blame you. Like, but, hey, could buy my coffee. I used to play baseball. I used to play baseball. <laughs> yeah, but that guy was, a, that guy was in Iraq. Like, you know, oh, that's way cooler, right? <laughs> but I, mean, I pull a lot of motivation from them. And, like, there's just drinking quality coffee mm-hmm. has just kind of changed change the way I, I do everything like i go to yeah. work i have coffee i, I yeah. just I, i'm obsessed with it. i drink it all the time well i mean i think it it has a big connection i mean we just did a beer tasting which has a connection to hunting deer camp right coffee has a huge connection to deer camp as well yeah like it's just it's one of those things that goes hand in hand both beer and coffee go hand in hand with deer camp yeah and like you need a coffee that is smooth and you need one that it won't make you shit in the woods. Yeah. yeah I mean, you can't like, shit your pants like a big deer. Right. <laughs> hey, one or the put other. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> put it on a shirt. <laughs> so. You can't b- shoot big deer if you're shitting your pants. Right. Yeah, exactly. Hey, exactly. There you go. But hey, always carry toilet paper with yep, you. For sure. That is always an odd uh, fact. Ever since it. you've told me, I, I've used it quite a handful of times when I'm yeah. out in the woods. I Dude, like, I had to, mm. <laughs> the other day I had to use a game bag. Yeah. And I was just embarrassed that I didn't have toilet paper in my bag. <laughs> I was shuffling through. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me ed you've been doing this for how long and i'm wiping my ass with a game bag right now <laughs> like what are we doing here <laughs> and you can't use that game bag ever again ever. now no i'm throwing the trash like that's that's yep yeah. that's the worst no. part because you gotta buy Gonzo. a new game bag I have now. To buy more game bags. yeah like oh man that is terrible 
I, I'm sorry you had to do that. It's fine. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I got over it. <laughs> so where can people follow along with you? Go sign up for your subscription for coffee. Yeah. And all that good shit. Yeah. So it's ourgroundscoffeeco.com. Um, and I try to do things on Facebook, Instagram, and like I even have like a TikTok. But really, it's Instagram. Mm-hmm. I just think it's like easier to work on. It's just ourgroundscoffeeco. Um. Right now, if you sign up for our coffee club, you'll get your first month free with the promo code club. There you go. Um, there, you go. there you go. I do like Shameless write pitch. that down. Um, but yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. So one question we always ask, how? what's one tradition that you do in the hunting, in this, the hunting realm that you try and keep year after year? So it's kind of interesting, actually. I just started it. I guess a couple years ago, I try to just get somebody new into it. Okay. Uh, like last year, one of my really good buddies, Bob, he'd moved to Montana actually. And, uh, like I took him hunting for the first time. And he lived in Montana? No, he lives in Montana now. He he grew up out here. Oh, okay. And, uh, he's my trainer. Okay. He moved out there, but, uh, he flew back and he came to deer camp last year. Yeah. It was just like getting new people into it. Okay. And just kind of, uh. Trying to be a little less selfish with my hunting time. Yeah. Which right now, like, my hunting time is slim. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you don't introduce new people to it, I'm, like, a firm believer that it's just going to disappear. Yeah. Yep. Like. 100%. You look at all these, like, not even, like, PETA, because PETA's, like, everybody knows about PETA, but, like, people just have a problem with it. Yeah. Um, And I think it, a lot of people got, like, reality checks with this whole COVID thing and not being able to get meat. Like I'm getting a lot, I'm getting asked a lot more questions about it. Cause I'm like known as the guy at work. Like, I don't know. That's it. He spends most of his weekends in the woods. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I get asked a lot more questions about it. Like people are starting to think about like, well, if I can't get meat at the store. Yeah. Uh, and Ed's not going to give it to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how am I going to get it? Or what would I do? Right. And I think, just the uncertainty of everything. And that's really honestly part of, like part of why I started the company too. Like, yeah, I could lose my job tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, just trying to be as self efficient mm-hmm. as I can be. Like, from like a food acquisition, yeah, standpoint, like hunting or like I really want to get into gardening, like growing things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, like yep. foraging, like you guys do for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and then like financially, like just yeah. bet on myself. Not like how well my company's going to do. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, people make bad decisions all the time and companies go out of business. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. know. And I also want to just show my kids, like, you don't have to do what I do. Yeah. Like, your kids are going to look at you and you're going to tell them, like, oh, you can, you know, live your dream. Like, dream big. Like, go play professional football. Go play mm-hmm. professional baseball. And then they're going to look at you like, well, then why do you work at a factory, Dad? Yeah. Yep. You, know, you know what I mean? Like, yep. and there's nothing wrong with like being just a regular guy. Like we're all just regular guys who mm-hmm. go to work every day. Yeah. But, well, I got uh, 1.2 2 million. But I mean, you, you <laughs> you're a YouTube sensation, <laughs> so you don't really count. But like everybody else in this room is just regular, like kind of blue collar guys. But like, if you don't expose people to that, everybody just thinks like growing up. Like I thought like, oh, I'm just gonna. I'm just going to, like, get a job and work. Like, my dad was a union carpenter, and my mom's yeah. been working at the hospital for 35 years. Like, that's cool, and that's great. Yeah. But, like, I'm sure my parents would have 
rather have like started a construction company mm-hmm. or, you know, my mom have done something different, like, and just been banking on themselves, like, and not have to work for, I don't want to say the man, but like for the man your yeah. entire life. Right. Yeah. And you can kind of do whatever. I mean, I didn't know shit about coffee two years ago. Yeah. And I learned how to roast coffee online and like what good coffee was all on YouTube. I set up an e-commerce store. I started a subs- coffee subscription. And I'm just fucking watching YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, yep. you really can figure out anything now. Um, and that's kind of all we're doing. Yeah. Just trying to, I don't know, quit my job. <laughs> Deer hunt all the time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm right there with you, man. That's right a wonderful thing. <laughs> well, thank you for making the trip up here, man. It has been awesome having you in the studio. It's always awesome having in-studio guests. So we really appreciate you coming on and coming in here and just chatting up, talking about hunting and bullshitting with us. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. Thanks for the 6.5 beer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry it wasn't better. <laughs> Boom. Well, that's good stuff. Man. There we go. I think it was good. I hope there I we go, man. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for having me up, guys. This was great. I'm glad you were able to make it.